Keanu Reeves played Buddha, I'm pretty sure that constitutes a hate crime. <laughs> Jive. My name is Tyler Pino. My name is Michael Holler. Who the fuck are you, sir? I'm Zach Nicholson. We Zach Nicholson. That sounds like Jack Nicholson. I never knew your last yep, name. It That's does. Well, there it? is a relation there, is there not? They're lovers. What? Yeah. That's, well, they were. They were. There was a falling out after Once his upon uh, a time, his yeah. coke binge. Right. Yeah. Why? Why did you binge on coke, sir? How could you not? It's coke. Oh, that's true. You, he, he actually happened to hang out with Carrie Fisher for a long time. I know. Time, nobody that's does just a little bit of coke. <laughs> if there's a lot of coke present, yeah. I mean, you might as well go for it. But uh, but welcome, sir. It's tell the us, nature tell us of a, addictive drugs. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't have that interesting of a life, so, uh, you know. He's a friend of Michael's, a student filmmaker, and he came to talk about movies and stuff. There yes, you go. he did. So... Speaking of movies, uh, we've been gone for a while, yeah, and yeah, we've man. all just been recovering from possibly what is the most anticipated comic book movie of our generation, I would say, arguably. I Definitely, in terms of, like, the fanboys, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's pretty, pretty accurate. We're talking, of course, about The Witch. Right. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I heard that there's a witch, and there's some, some Duncan... As in, donuts? Witch. as in donuts, Dunkin', yeah. Dunkin donuts. Yeah. You worked at Dunkin' Donuts, hey, did you not? I did, yeah. How was it as was it as unsettling as the witch? Um, it was probably a little worse. Let me tell you, Dunkin' Donuts was the worst experience I've ever had in my life. It was definitely more terrifying than the witch. Really? Yeah. Did they make you throw all the donuts away and then reprimand you if you like gave them to homeless people? Yes, at the end yeah, of the day? yeah, yeah. That was a big. Why thing. is that a thing? Um, you no I, longer work for them, so you could say no. I, hon- I honestly <laughs> don't know. I asked them, and they just shrugged. I said, it just it's infuriating to me because I also had a friend that worked at Dunkin' Donuts, and he would sometimes take the donuts home, but more often than not, there were like homeless people in the area. Um, they wouldn't like hang out outside of the store. I could see how that would be mm-hmm. a problem in the eyes of the management, but he would just hand them out. And then one day they threatened to fucking fire him. They're like, you cannot do that. And I'm just like, why? Well, one time as I was leaving, I poured myself a small, like, kitty version of the culotta uh-huh. and left. And the next day they called me into the office when I got there. They're like, oh, can you come here? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I came in. And they're like, so we noticed you took this. Um, and you didn't pay for it as you left. And we're willing to just accept that, like, you just forgot to pay or you thought you did. And I was like, yeah, that's what happened. I Not imagine, that it was only worth a dollar fifty, but... I imagine your your supervisor as Neil Hamburger from, yeah, from Ant-Man. that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Baskin-Robbins always finds out. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, fuck Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's funny, because both of you have worked for what you make out to be corporate Hitler... Uh, Tyler for Whole Foods and Zach for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I think that's most people that work in, like, fast food in any capacity. Like, it's it's rough. Whole Foods was a little bit different than what I've heard about, you know, like, other stuff. Like, Dunkin' Donuts, an actual, like, real food restaurant. Because it's also got the pretentious, we're saving the world element. <laughs> <laughs> when clearly they're not... They're awful. Like, I worked in prepared foods, which was, like, the Whole Foods deli. 
And it is also like we had to prep, like, you know how they have those awful... Um, Crumbly um, meats? Yeah, they look like a, like a buffet, but they're not. You're going to pay for every ounce of that shit. And if you've ever looked at, like, one of those places and thought, this looks really unsanitary, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. People, oh God, especially in fucking, because I'm from South Florida, and it, it brings together this group of elderly people that are the most entitled fucking elderly people in the world. So they'll just be like, Looking at the, the, the hot bar, I'll be like, what's Ethiopian food? I don't know. And they'll just, like, put their fingers in the food, walk around, and, like, we had to stop putting out sample cups because they would take the sample cups but then use them in sundry, unsanitary ways. I don't know. I think that makes Oh, they'll, like, worse. shove it up their asses? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a catheter on This right already now. looks like diarrhea. <laughs> I may as well... But uh, but no, uh, in a, a catheter a on bit, it. <laughs> 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 I'm being kind of roundabout way. Catheter works. I mean, yeah, it's just a paper cup. It's a sample cup. Uh, a big kind of roundabout way. Uh, the three of us saw Deadpool. We all saw it independently from one another, so I'm sure we all had very different viewing experiences. Oh, mine was super awesome. There was just enough people in the theater. When I saw it, and this is only because um, the AMC 25 in Times Square. Empire 25? Or Empire 25, whatever. Isn't there an AMC 25 right across the street? Because I'm pretty it's regal. sure. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's the Regal Ewok across from Empire 25. Regal Ewok? Yeah. Why it's is called it called the Ewok? That? I have no fucking clue. Why is it across the street from another movie theater? It works for them because they, they're always showing vastly different things. Different things. Yeah. Um, but the one that I went to had all the Deadpool showings. The one across the street from that had no Deadpool showings. Yeah, they, they split the theatrical releases. I'm sure one of them will get Batman 5 Superman, and the other one will get Captain America Civil War. Oh, I thought you were going to say one gets Batman 5 Superman, the other gets Deadpool. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. I feel like, I feel like they're both going to get, like, the giant blockbusters, right? No, no, they usually split it between themselves. Like, the, uh, AMC would give up one of those? Yeah, well, the Ewok did not get Force Awakens. That's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Regal didn't get? Yeah, they didn't get Force Awakens. The AMC across the street got Force Awakens. Dude, I'd be pissed. Although, I can imagine if you're a worker there, you're like, I can't fuck that other place. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, Deadpool. Um, what'd you guys think of it? I, as I know you don't read a lot of comic books, Zach. Um, Tyler, you've attested that Deadpool is one of your favorite comic book characters <laughs> aside Batman and yeah. some weird fucking random the truck second, stop one time. My favorite, so, yeah. No, um, okay, here's my thoughts on the Deadpool comic. Okay. Sometimes it's really great. Sometimes it's really bad. Yep. Because Deadpool is this kind of character that has the potential to be very, very obnoxious. In fact, his threshold of goodness is kind of narrow. Um, that being said... I think this movie captured that very well. I think this was exactly what it needed to be. I never really felt annoyed with this. I like the movie a lot. Yeah, Deadpool for me is always one of those comic book characters that it has to be written by specific people. Otherwise, the whole intention of the character is lost in translation entirely. Sadly enough, the person who mainly writes Deadpool's, uh, author by the name of Daniel Way, and I hate everything he writes of Deadpool but other people like Rob Liefeld was good Victor Gishler is great the random one off the person who writes Dr. McNinja he wrote a run of Deadpool is hilarious who's that what is that Dr. McNinja is that Brian Posehn Brian Posehn used to write Deadpool for a while he's a famous no, comedian uh, really funny. no there was a guy who wrote a dead uh, he wrote a it was a webcomic called Dr. McNinja and it was about a doctor who was a ninja and a Scotsman and, uh, 
Yeah, and... Uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and his whole thing... I don't know thing, how you could go wrong with that. And his, his whole thing was, like, fucking, I love Deadpool. Like, I, like he's my favorite comic book character. I love Deadpool. So at one point, I think it was during the Fear Itself run, Marvel was like, hey, so you want to write Deadpool? And he's like, fuck yeah! So they let him write Deadpool, and he did a really good job. But, um, yeah, it, it's dependent on the writer, because you're right. It, it can be very obnoxious, or it can be very good. Yeah. And so eh, when people ask me how much I like Deadpool, like, it's dependent i guess on how much how much you how much yeah, he's you very like much, the writers yeah it's about who's writing him and um it's all about how you balance the story with the absurdity yeah. and a lot of them have this tendency to just make him ridiculous slapstick schlock garbage and i'm like that it's good for the first two pages and then it wears thin like paper thin but that being said i think this movie was an example of the latter or the former. I don't even remember which order I presented this in. Um, I thought, okay, so all I really know about Deadpool is what I see that the internet presents like, this is Deadpool. And <laughs> this will be everything. Yeah, and I've always been like, oh yeah, this is this is pretty funny. Um, not enough for me to care that much, but every time it comes by, like I'll read what's there and I'll chuckle. And I thought the movie was pretty good. I don't have any like major complaints with it, but I, I think it might be a little little overhyped. Oh, absolutely it is. Yeah, this this um, movie it's it's been trying to be made for about eleven years now at this point. Yeah, and uh, it's it it has a very interesting production history behind it. Um, who was the person at Fox that didn't want to make this movie? Fucking Tom Rothman. See, I'm way more interested in like I want to see a movie about Ryan Reynolds trying to make the Deadpool movie more than I want to see the actual Deadpool movie because it's a fascinating story. You know what? Fox should just start making movies about making their movies because I would see I would that pay money to see that fantastic fucking four. fan four stick. Like, yeah, God, it would great. actually be really interesting if somebody like published a book just of all that kind of shit well, or made a movie like it's yeah just to I, I want to hear the studio fuckery behind like how did what was the actual thought process behind something like Green Lantern or what was the thought process to shut Deadpool's mouth closed in the, the X-Men Origins movie um well that one I know I know a lot of that X-Men stuff got real weird because Tom Rothman is just a genius and he was the head of uh Fox for a very long time and he was ashamed of superhero movies he was ashamed of the X-Men movies he didn't like that they made a lot of money he was like Mm -hmm. I don't understand them so especially when it came to like X-Men Origins and like him and a lot of other like studio heads were meddling with it right that's when it got really oh, fucked is, up. Yeah, this this is the. That's why at the very Fox, at the yeah. very end of the Deadpool, uh, like that the demo reel thing that came out. Um, like, hi, at Tom. The, yeah, at the very end he turns and says hi Tom. Yeah. It was like they were showing it to the executives and it was breaking the fourth wall there. Right. Mm. Um, and then as he was like no, but then as soon as he left or I don't I don't know when that was, but like as soon as he left it was in production. They were like all right yeah throw that into production now. Yeah, well, it was this interesting thing where once that test footage leaked, it kind of put Fox Studios in an awkward position um, because you had this massive outcry on social media, on everywhere on the internet, that it was just people demanding that this movie be made. And it showed them that it had an audience for it because I think that was what they were, they were worried about. Mm-hmm. And especially with how well this movie's performed. This movie, it was projected to make, like, what, $58 million opening weekend? Well, $58 million was the budget. It was projected to make, million, like, 60 to 75. 60 to 75 million, right. 
and it blew all those estimates out of the water with a $150 million opening. Yeah. Uh, which is rated, or the high, highest grossing R-rated film well, opening not, of all time. Not only that, it's the highest grossing, grossing opening X-Men. weekend of any X-Men yep. movie ever. It beat <laughs> yep. Days of Future Past, it beat everything, which I think oh, that, terrific. even though all the money's going to Fox, I hope Fox also takes that as a middle finger because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just them for sitting on it for so long. It's people just saying like, "Listen, this is the first time you didn't fuck something up so spectacularly." Well, I okay. Look, I understand that the the fan hatred behind all of that. I wouldn't say that Fox has fucked up every movie that they've made. No, Um, no, but. Fox Plus, is really... some of my favorite movies of 2015 were made by Fox. No, no, no. I mean every X Men movie. Like I don't, I don't think. I mean, looking back on. The original X Men film. This it was feels on like the a, cusp. Yeah, of it feels the like old comic book movie. A trend. superhero movie from the early two thousands. Yeah. And the thing is, when you look at things like Apocalypse or Days of Future Past, it still looks like a superhero movie from the early two thousands. Well, like, look, no, this this uh, what is this? Age would, of Apocalypse or X Men Apocalypse? Yeah. This looks like. I mean, with exceptions, I mean, I, I, I can't say it's 100% accurate, but it definitely looks like it's a departure, or at least going in the right direction, compared to X1. And, well, I, well, I wouldn't really blame that on Fox, because if you look at X-Men First Class, it's like, yeah, that yeah, looks like Yeah, and that's it. what mm-hmm. I think the And then Brian Singer steps back in, and immediately it goes, goes back. back. So yeah. I think that's more of Brian Singer's aesthetic and, like, what he likes, rather than yeah. Fox saying, like, this They is have to make need. it that way? Yeah. yeah, but I feel like it was definitely a studio pull, because Brian Singer, he's someone that, if you look when he did Superman Returns... He had to be very faithful to, like, Superman. Yeah, but he's also, like, a huge fanboy yeah, of Superman. Right. Of, like, the, of the Donner films. Yeah, I was right. gonna say, it's not, I don't think that was, like, a love letter to Superman as much as it was a love letter to Dick Donner. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but now, like, look, they've made a lot of shitty X-Men movies. Um, like, most of them. Well, X3 was awful. X-Men, X-Men Origins, Origins was, was awful. Bad. Yeah. And then I wouldn't say any of the other ones Yeah, I wouldn't awful. say any of them are awful. Look, that. the first X-Men... I don't X-Men, think they're great, the first, Yeah, the first X-Men was fine. It's going the through, it's going through the awkward The second one was very phase. Good. I yeah. like the second one. X-Men 2's great, and then First Class is great. First Class, I think, is probably the best one. And then I think Days of Future Past is average, yeah, mediocre. Yeah, I think it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's not Wolverine the worst Wolverine is fine. Oh, yeah, Wolverine's fine. Yeah, you were saying the other day that it was a good script... It's a really interesting take on a superhero movie where they're like, no, let's not make a superhero movie. Let's essentially make, like, a samurai film. And, like, I can understand why, like, your typical moviegoer would be like, no, that's the most boringest one. Like, it's really, <laughs> like, it's just him and the girl, like, chilling in a place talking for a lot of it. And then at the end it goes into, like, dumb robot fight. Yeah. And that was the part where I'm sure people were like, yay. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck that. But it's an audience. interesting take. I just think James May... Mangled? I don't know how you say it. Well, he really mangled. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I don't think... I think he is a poor director, so I think he took a really good idea and made it kind of subpar, but... It's fair enough. I do... I did enjoy The Wolverine more than I enjoyed Days of Future Past. That being said, I think both of them raised a lot of questions in my mind um, for oh, different the, reasons. The continuity of the entire... X-Men oh, it's shot to hell. Mangled. It's, it's yeah. butchered at this point. Well, I was thinking but that... But at the same time, it's like, who fucking cares? I was thinking like, that I, the I, way... You don't. Because they I, suck I, out, like, Wolverine's adamantium by the end of the Wolverine, yeah, and in Days of Future Past, bad. he has his claws back, and I know there was this but one Days thing in the... Days of Future Past starts out in the future, and, like... Right, like, well, well, yeah, but... How do you regrow adamantium? Well, yeah, but at the end of... I see, what I don't get is that 
at the I, I don't know. It, it, I agree that the adamantium thing bugs me the most because yeah. at the end of that movie, you have uh, Professor X. Warren. Well, yeah, Professor yeah. X and Ian McKellen show up, and they're like, <laughs> no particular yeah. reason. Um, and they're like, hey, the world's in trouble. Let's roll. And then the next movie starts, and it's just like the it's future. The, well, it's yeah. like it's the apocalypse, and I'm like, how did we get here? Like, exactly. You know, the whole thing too is there was <laughs> this joke in the I love comics. is they give them the adamantium claws back. Only to take them away immediately in when the they send it class. back in time. Yeah, yeah. So, why? <laughs> well, it, it was funny because there was this whole joke in the comics that he lost adamantium at one point and he had to regain it by eating, like, burritos that had just a high concentration of metal content yeah, in it. because why wouldn't that's it fucking the, be that's, that? That's the greatest thing. <laughs> Is that not the greatest thing? Does he wear, like, a sombrero or anything like, while he does it? Oh, yeah, well, he's just on the shitter the whole time. This is the... Get me an issue of this comic book. <laughs> this will get me into comic books. Like. I'm gonna see if I can find the image. <clears throat> but anyway, um, Deadpool. Yeah, well, the the whole Fox debacle. It's like, yeah, I mean, I put, I've. It leads to some great jokes in the movie. To be yes, fair, it absolutely yeah. does. It's yes, it dead, does. like those were my favorite jokes in the movie, and yeah. that might just be me. Like your typical, I don't know how much your typical audience will laugh at. It's almost like the studio didn't have enough to pay it for another X Men, but that I laughed the most at that line. It like, is interesting. Yeah, but that was definitely the funniest stuff in the movie, that's and phenomenal. um. His tongue is hanging out. That's the best photo That's I've real? ever seen. Like, yeah. Was that actually in a comic book? Like, I think so, yeah. Adam and that looks like clip art. Yeah, like, I, well, the background's weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just green. Right. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, I, list, I saw the movie three times. Um, the first two times I saw it out of state in a place where I guess movie theaters aren't a thing, and I forgot what it was like to show up to a theater like five minutes before it starts and being able to sit anywhere. Forgot what that feels like, um, living in Manhattan and now seeing oh, movies yeah, on opening night. Right. Uh, I went and saw it today, a week after it's come out in Manhattan at like four o'clock, mm-hmm. and the the theater was packed. Like really? every seat was filled, and I think the Where laugh, did you see it? Uh, just right here on Thirty oh, Fourth Street. Uh, the laugh that I think got the biggest reception from fans was the uh, the Stuart or McAvoy joke. That was, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I love that, and nobody in the theater that I was in, which was sparsely populated, um, as I was saying earlier, it's like, there were so many showings of Deadpool, I just picked one <laughs> of them, and like, all of the theaters were kind of fullish, but none of them were like, it wasn't an opening day affair. Um, nobody laughed at that except for me, and I'm like, really? But why? You're just that one weird guy in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Poop. <laughs> Ha. Um, but yeah, as a general audience, like it, it is interesting to see what they would receive. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes. I mean, Ryan Reynolds and T.J. Miller they're talking about it because the movie has a lot of like '90s era hits to it. And you know, I saw this interview, and they're asking me like, "How did you know what would land with the audiences and what wouldn't?" And they're like, "We had no yeah. idea." Um, we thought we, I mean, we just did what we thought was funny and we hope other people find it funny too. Right. And, uh, it was great. The, the one that got no laughs at all was the only one that laughed was when Ajax said that, um, he was going to sew his mouth shut and Ryan Reynolds was like, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. The theater I was in, no one laughed at that except for me. And I was like, I'm the weird guy now. Exactly. Um, my favorite stuff was the stuff with the, uh, what was the cab driver's name? Uh, Dopinder. Dopinder. Um, my favorite stuff was that and kind of like the climax um, and anything with Blind Al. 
She was my favorite Born character. Was she was great, and I felt like there could have been more of her. Uh, that no, that was my main thing. Uh, like yeah. I, I honestly thought it was gonna cut back to her and T.J. Miller in bed together because <laughs> he's like, "Hey, so you want to get fucked up?" And he was like talking about how he's like, "Oh yeah, this is my this is my thing here." But then like I thought like one of the post credit scenes would be like it would cut back and it would be like that you know above the bed shot where they're just laying there and the blankets over them, mm-hmm. and he would be like his mind would be blown. Yeah. That was where I thought it was going. Um, but I was like, she's like, I want to see more of her in, in the sequel. Just, I love cocaine. Like, her. <laughs> It's fucking great. Yeah. yeah, the one thing that I can say that this movie nailed was the dynamic between every character on screen was always great. Mm-hmm. Deadpool and Colossus, mm-hmm. Colossus and Negasonic, Deadpool and Blind Al, Deadpool and Weasel, Deadpool and Ajax. Yeah, yeah. yeah every, like, every dynamic was yeah. incredible. Chemistry is great. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Good, because, like, this is easily the kind of movie that you wouldn't necessarily find that in mm-hmm. the hands of, like, a less competent director. Uh, it, it could easily be overlooked um, in favor of, of dick jokes. But there, was, was, yeah. there was only a single fart joke in that movie. No, that, I'm proud of that. Actually, <laughs> and, and it was a genuinely hilarious one. Because it wasn't in the fact that he farted. It was just in the delivery of the joke itself. Hashtag drive by. Hashtag drive by. Like, it was great. Um, and yeah, no, that was, I, I think that was the thing I was most surprised by the movie is like how much heart there was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, I, I care about if he gets his girl back and like, I care about like these characters. Yeah. It no. was, it was a really well-written movie and I've got to hand it to what Brett it? Reese and Paul Warnick. Yeah. Yeah. They did a great job. I enjoyed this, I think more than I did Zombieland and I really enjoyed Zombieland. It was definitely fucking metal I was pack. well that actually they worried me about the movie cuz Zombieland I was like I love this movie and then nothing else they've done have I enjoyed. Um What else did they do after that? I, all I really know is G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Oh, okay. That sounds like a paycheck movie though." Anyway. Yeah, no, that's possible. I just I don't know. They like I felt like they didn't capitalize on that success they had. Right. Um Immediately after. And now I'm like, you can tell this is written by the same guys, and it's, it's genuinely great. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a fantastic uh, balancing act, because it <clears throat> so easily could have been too much of one thing or another. Like, it could have had too much sappiness, or it could have been too plot-heavy, but every time it started to go in that direction, they subverted it nicely. And it could have had no plot and just been, like, a vapid, boring, like, Oh, this is gonna do well with the Comic Con community, but I just don't well, yeah, care it, it about could, it. It could have yeah, pandered, something... it could have pandered a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Can I just point out real quick? Uh, Rhett Reese also wrote Dinosaur. Really? Yeah. Fantastic. That's his. That's his. That's his crowning. Opus. Yeah, that's his crowning piece. Yep. Um, and Clifford's really big movie. Oh well, that that's <laughs> my go. shit right there. <laughs> there. You go. Um, you get off to that movie. <laughs> Um, I guess my my one big complaint, I guess, was more like the filmmaking itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I, I do hope for the sequel, like Tim Miller. Now that he's he's got comfortable, his, yeah, he's a little more comfortable. He's willing to get a little more creative and brave with his choices he makes. Um, if it kind of felt like the script was really great, mm-hmm. and the director really trusted in the script, but like, like I, again, I pointed out to you earlier was the scene like when he when Agent Smith shows up mm-hmm. and he like talks to him. It's just shot reverse shot the entire time. And I was like, you're in a really interesting location. Like, yeah, the whole mercenary, mercenary bar. bar. Like, I was comparing it to the John Wick Hotel thing. Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know, get creative with stuff you're doing. Like, this movie's like weird and creative. And I felt like it was kind of like Ant Man, where once the CGI kind of takes over and stuff, it gets really cool. But yeah. 
Ah, that was my one complaint, I guess. Uh, I had the almost exact same complaint the night that I saw it. I saw it before you did, actually. Um, and you asked, well, if there was anything wrong with it, what would it be? I was like, right. well, it was just kind of visually flat. flat. Yeah. Like, it, it, it needed it like a James fine, Gunn or someone. But yeah. yeah. It, it, it was a... The subject matter was such that it could have had some kind of visual flair, mm-hmm. and they just didn't really go for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only time I felt like the camera got creative was when it was part of the joke. Like, like yes, his crotch... When he wiped cro- the gum off the... Well, his crotch is in the camera, and, like, yes, the, like, the moving the camera and the gum on the camera. Like, it's like when they use the camera to interact in the scene itself, it's like, oh, that... Yeah, that works, but, like, the rest of the movie, it's just... It's kind of boringly shot very like standard i guess right it's a standard kind of movie and And strangely like i've had i guess not strangely but i've had that problem with all of the x-men movies kind of yeah i've always thought that i think that's probably it's also that kind of byproduct of being out of that early 2000s era Mm -hmm. that's i feel like that's probably my biggest issue and that's what i attribute most of the problems i have it's a it's a superhero movie that tries to take itself as a superhero like a serious movie Mm -hmm. and again like the one that i enjoyed most was first class and that was the only one that was colorful like they had fun with it it was a comic book movie it was visually interesting i i I, yeah i put a lot of it on brian singer because again i think he i just don't like the way he shoots his movies i'm not the biggest fan of brian singer you mean you didn't love jack the giant killer did anyone see that that? yeah no one saw that yeah he did i had no idea um yeah it it was the movie was giant I know Killer, a lot of people and then that saw like, that movie and they're like, it was good. You should go see it. I'm like, no. Nah, I, I like really Apt like Pupil. Um, uh-huh. That's pretty great where Ian McKellen plays a Nazi. That's a pretty phenomenal oh, movie right there. Oh, I remember there. that movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, and then, oh, and The Usual Suspects, of course. Yeah. Um, but everything, all his superhero movies, I'm like, these are kind of like boring dull. and dull for yeah. like superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I so, like X2. X2 is really good. So do you think for X-Men in general, which if you look back historically at the X-Men comics, they were always, especially when they first started, it was kind of a ripoff, like a blatant ripoff of DC's Doom Patrol and quickly oh, became not that at all. Yeah. But that was a, a book that when was known that for DC being off the out? wall and fucking crazy just it like it that was to comic books of the time what guardians of the galaxy was to the marvel films yeah it was just like that was the one where it's kitschy and goofy and everybody's like oh this is so fun then they did x-men and it was kind of that and it, it later got a little bit more serious but it always maintained its kind of flair for being different looking well x-men has always kind of mirrored the interesting thing about the x-men universe is it always mirrored the civil rights movement where you had a lot of talk about the politics behind like how mutants are seen and treated and respected in society and that was it, it, it echoed a, there yeah think, it was echoed a little people bit give stanley a lot more credit for that from the get-go than was warranted if you go back and look at the early x-men comics that was something that i think people started to see just He's like, okay, I'm writing this thing, and it's about mutants and whatever. And then people started to kind of see themselves in it, and then he embraced that. He was like, yeah, totally. No, that's my it favorite. It was all about. That's my favorite thing rights. about Stanley is that like <laughs> literally everyone's like, this is why you're successful, right? And he's like, sure, yeah. Like, that was <laughs> I my thought why process. Not. Give it that up. and cocaine. <laughs> Give it up for chastity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, best Stanley moment ever. Fucking mall rats. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. like, uh, yeah, Mallrats is pretty great. Mallrats is great. I wonder how many copies of Mallrats he's signed in his life. 
Probably not a lot. Well, it's got to be a pretty decent. I feel like a lot of nerds would try to get yeah. that signed because that's like I think each nerd would be like, "Oh, I bet no one asks him to sign right. this." Like, yeah. And he's like, "This is my fifteenth copy today." Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, although on on the topic of really great Stanley moments, the cameo in this was amazing. Was great. <laughs> I was like. I, like that 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 whole formula is getting to the point like I'll I'll never I'll never say stop doing Stan Lee cameos as long as he can but at, at this point it's like yeah they're kind of pushing a little bit too hard but now I was like holy shit I just saw Stan Lee in titties in the same frame <laughs> I just don't that like when different. they yeah no that was good but I, I just thought you know I, he like one of those girls went home with him that day <laughs> after <laughs> shooting I just don't like when they don't use him in like a creative Plot. way I thought like I hate his uh his cameo in guardians where they're where just, just like, like look at hey, this guy they're like hey look at that old man with the ladies and he's like i'm stan lee and they're like all right and they move on and mm-hmm. it's like that wasn't very creative what was his <laughs> like I one don't of know. my favorite cameos of his what was it i think it was in spider-man 2 where he was like you know sometimes it just takes one person that's, to make a difference that's spider-man 3 oh was it really? yeah i've always pointed this out where i think even though spider-man 3 is not that great it has one of my favorite stan lee cameos i like that he yeah. interacts with the hero and it's like it's his baby. Yeah, exactly. And he, like, gives him, like, motivation. That father figure type And of then thing. he leaves. And it's like, that's how you should use Stan Lee. That's right. amazing. And, and, yeah, it, well, it actually X-Men. serviced the plot in some capacity. Yeah, like, it, it works really well. Usually it's just like, oh, look, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, all the other X-Men movies, like, in X1, he was a hot dog vendor. Yeah. I can't so, fucking remember, I, well, too. Well, I don't, I don't blame that because, Wait, like... the X-Men movies? Yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. one, he was uh, the hot dog vendor on the beach. I forgot what he was in two. In three, he was the guy watering his grass. I literally don't remember any of that. Actually, no, 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 no. Because in the first Fantastic Four movie, oh, yeah, I he do was remember he was the mailman. Movie. Yeah, in both. And of them. then in the second Fantastic Four movie, he was the oh, he was Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, my name's on the list. Um, I'm Stan Lee. Was he in Fant Forstick? He was not in Fant. I would have appreciated <laughs> in Deadpool if he had been like, "Holy shit, is that Stan Lee? Like, <laughs> like is that Stan Lee at the strip club? Awesome!" Like, and then just right. kept walking. Like, really, just break that fourth wall. But, um, it's like 16 walls. Yeah, I like him in a... I thought that line was good. But I liked him in also the first Spider-Man, where he's in it for like one frame, and he, he just, he pulls, just the pulls the kid out, out of the way. way yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Stanley's a goddamn hero. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> we recently went back and watched Spider-Man. Spider-Man, it's, it's and my favorite. And it's, yeah, it's a fucking amazing movie. And like I think you said it best, where it's a time capsule. Oh, of the like, early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Even, I mean, they have a parade with Macy Gray exactly. and Nickelback. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, fucking early it's 2000s. the weirdest thing in the in the end credits when like the music starts and it's just like spider-man like danny elfman music and then it fades out and, and then hero <laughs> by nickelback fades and then you're like all right cool. i remember when that song came out like before the movie they released it in promotion it, that's actually not even nickelback that's just chad kroger and <laughs> also the guy from the guitarist from stone sour for no reason um and that song does not match the tone no, of and, the movie all. in any capacity. And it's the, it's it's hilarious. Um, yeah, first Spider Man, it's amazing. I could do a whole hour just talking about that movie. <laughs> well, they're, those they're great movies. I'm not gonna lie, they yeah. are really good movies. Even I think especially that third one. Yeah, it's, well, even Spider Man Three, I Look, think, is better than either of the amazing. Yeah, movies. I've defended Spider Man oh, Three. I don't know, like. I think if if you go back and rewatch Spider Man Three, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like people really like to shit on it, mm-hmm. but like even the part where he's dancing down the sidewalk is just a mirror of what happens in Spider Man Two, 
where he walks down sidewalk and they're and like rain raindrops keep falling on him. Yeah, and he's like walking. He's being super nerdy, and this is like. Oh, he's still super nerdy, but he thinks he's a he badass he's cool. in Spider-Man 3. And that was a whole interesting thing with the Venom in that movie is he didn't become a cool person. He became what Peter Parker thought was cool. Yeah. And that just kind of emphasized how awkward Yeah, and he you're was. not and the thing is like people are like, "Oh, it's so cringeworthy," but it's like, yeah, yeah that's it's a supposed point. Yeah. to be. You're not supposed to watch it and be like, "Oh, yeah, Peter's cool now." You're supposed to be like, "Peter, mm-hmm. god damn it, you fucking idiot." Like Yeah. Although just, that being said, it, don't get that, me wrong, that it's the jazz club scene really No, 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 sucks. it's not great. The jazz club scene is bad, and anything with Toe for Grace is bad. Um, But a lot of it's really good. Like, the Sandman's really interesting. He's a good villain. Um, And then Venom's there. And then Venom shows up, and you're like, oh, God, no, please, no. Mm -hmm. And then... No, I just, like, that... Dave Franco. James Franco. I don't know which I dislike more, but I think that Spider-Man 3 is definitely a worse movie objectively than Amazing Spider-Man the first one. Amazing Spider-Man the first one, I hate that movie. I think it just, it's it's crap, but if you look at it for the sum of all of its parts, it's like, well, it's a movie. Spider-Man 3 has some cool stuff in it, but it is so schizophrenic, the plot just does not know what it's going to do. It's like, well, okay, now we have Harry Osborn, and he doesn't like Spider-Man, but now that's, oh, we can't use him, let's put him in a coma. Um... Then and then have gonna, him wake up without his memory. Wake up and it, then all of that stuff doesn't matter anymore. No, but then it comes back later, like... For no reason. I, I agree. I, I think it shouldn't have been taken away and then, and then given right back. I just structural nightmare um, of that movie. Like, I don't know. I My thing is, like, I again, not a comic book person. All I know about Spider-Man is I love that original trilogy sure. and... The '60s cartoon is pretty funny to watch. Yeah. Um, well, you forget that it '70s made some pretty dank memes. Yes, that '60s cartoon. <laughs> dank memes. So my thing with uh, the Amazing Spider-Man is the trailers came out and I was like, "Oh, that looks really cool!" And people were like, "Oh, they're rebooting it after like five years. Boo! This is fucking terrible." And I was like, "Ah, who cares if it's if it's a good movie? That shouldn't sure. matter." Mm-hmm. Like Batman Begins only came eight years after Batman and Robin. No one complains about that. Um, so that franchise died. Yeah. Um, so my thing is like, I don't know. Like I went and saw the Amazing Spider-Man, and I watched it, and it ended, and I was like, "All right, cool." And that was in 2012, and it has now been four years, and I have not seen it since that day. Yeah. Whereas I have watched Spider-Man three a few mm-hmm. times. Like it's not the best movie, but it's it's, like, it's got I'm fun sure, music. Like, and, th- look, there's enjoyable things in that movie, and you could definitely get a lot of enjoyment putting it on and picking it apart but i think i think i mean in a vacuum if like i'm just looking at the way this film exists i'm like uh, no sure yeah i I, like i said i'm not i'm not really going to defend it in the sense Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying it's a great movie but yeah the amazing spider-man fails in terms of god that villain that villain is terrible and the characters make really dumb decisions peter's Mm -hmm. got his mask off for 55 percent of the movie like a ridiculous amount like um, well, the whole thing is, one of the things that I really loved about what uh, Sam Raimi was able to do with the Spider-Man world is take these villains and make them interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dr. Connors is one where you have this really great opportunity to do the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing, something that's more innate in his nature than it was in Doc Ock. And, yeah, but he's uh, still creepy he's and still evil. He's fucking as, creepy and evil. As, uh, it's, it's like Connors. if you remove Dr. Jekyll and it was just Mr. Hyde for the whole movie... And you're like, yeah, go walk off a fucking building, dude. Yeah, like no and one cares. You don't like give no a one shit. Yeah. like if he dies, like the whole thing is if the lizard dies, like it should be like, 
oh, well, this is actually sad because he was a good man. Like Doc Ock, like Doc yeah. Ock in, the, in Spider-Man 2. Like, and my favorite fucking line in that movie when he is, oh, spoiler alert, he dies. What? His, his, the, last line, ah! the last line he has in that movie is, I will not die a monster. And then he, you know, drowns in the river. Spider-Man 2, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's great. Like, it's heartfelt. Like, you see he's still a good man that was yeah. just corrupted by this. Well, even like, I don't know. Like I like I like Osborne in the first one because like you almost can't tell if he's actually evil or if like if or if the gas is driving him crazy or like what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I really like that his last words are when he's like Peter, don't tell Harry. Boom, just like dies, like falls to the thing right there. And I'm like I like that his last thought was like let my son think I was a good man, like <laughs> a good man that he still Peter. hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter. Hide all my porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but Deadpool. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. It was great for a Deadpool fan. I think it's everything that they needed to see. Mm-hmm. I can see some current... Well, here's the thing. I can see some current Deadpool fans, like people who like... Because Deadpool now, of what I've read of more current Deadpool, really sucks. I didn't like Deadpool Kills Marvel Universe... I didn't like Deadpool's The Art of War. I don't like Deadpool Max. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't like Daniel Way. And that's kind of the cultural zeitgeist. People are like, oh, yeah, chimichangas, that's his thing. And that's kind of a more invention of new Deadpool. And yeah. I I hate the gratuitous chimichanga references. And this movie didn't have that that much. It had it once. I'm like, all right, fine, have it once. Still doesn't make sense, but whatever. I didn't even know that was like a Deadpool thing. I've heard it like twice and I'm like, oh, yeah, and that's it's like an invention of like new writers doing Deadpool. Like, oh, he loves chimichangas. It's, it's like all the about them chimichangas. Exactly. That's what they're just trying the to They're trying to turn Deadpool into a sweet epic memer. Exactly. Yeah. Um and before like Deadpool's best memes come from him not trying to make memes. Um god, one of my favorite catchphrases I think of 2016 so far is maximum effort. Sure. Fucking yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I can see some current Deadpool fans not seeing but he he's not silly, and like and like not. Nah, pretty he's, silly. Well, yeah, yeah, but not. I always look at it in terms of Deadpool was always person. He was a person who, when he started off, he was a psychopath. He was crazy, and then they kind of toned that back when he became his own thing and not just an antagonist. And then more recently, they made him this bumbling idiot that kind of stumbles his way into saving the day, and it completely invalidates his actions as a character. And it's I just. They go for for the comedic value as opposed to the character-driven value, and that's something I never really enjoyed. And I think if fans who like the Daniel Way Deadpool are looking for that in this movie and they don't find it, they might be a little disheartened. But if you like the Daniel Way Deadpool, honestly, there's something wrong with you. So, yeah, I said it. Fuck off. Victor Gishler's a better writer. Michael, I don't think anyone cares. It's okay. That's a fair point. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, Deadpool. It's fun. Go watch it. Jimmy Changas. Yeah. We're, why, what is it with February movies now and being good? Like, last year... I, I think Kingsman? they're really trying to eradicate the whole... Uh, Stereotype? That, yeah. Um, yeah. I th- Well, really, I think at this point is a lot of directors have pointed out there are too many movies being made now. And I'm like, well, that's just a stupid complaint. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, no, fair. I think they're like... Like, to be fair, like with Batman vs. Superman... They're like, all right, you know what? Just throw it in March, which is really early. Like, yeah. you can't really even consider that a summer blockbuster. But, like... According to projections, it's not going to be a blockbuster. Yes, I know. But um, I, but their worry there is... According to Drew McQueenie. According to Drew McQueenie. <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
Because, like, it's fair that, like, maybe they, they're worried about, like, they obviously didn't want it to go up against a Marvel movie. Exactly. And so, then they like, didn't want it to go, up to go against a Marvel TV show. Yeah. Well, they, throwing it up against, like... Wait, what, what's, when was the... Oh, the... Yeah, the Daredevil thing. They were that, really worried. That was actually be, funny. Yeah, so they were really worried. Really funny. Yeah. So when well, all that the, one, like, I, I'll legitimately say the Daredevil thing's gonna be better. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Civil War could go fuck itself to death. I've seen that movie twice. Um, Literally. What I'm going to say is nothing about that yet. But, um, <laughs> okay, got, that's a bigger argument. With the, this is why I wanted you here with me. With the February thing is, um, like, if they put it in any other month, it could get, like, eradicated by, like, another big blockbuster, blockbuster at the yeah. time. So they're putting it, like, so I mean, basically you know, the, the movies are overflowing into other months. I mean, that's why November is also, like, a big blockbuster month now. And now, now. December. Here's, and now December, yeah. Here's the thing. It's like, this January is, is the only This is the takeaway that January I would like sucks. to put on this whole, th- just the Batman versus Superman versus Civil War fanboy bullshit. I don't think that the studio made a bad decision to move the t- and it says nothing about which one's going to be better that doesn't fucking matter the fact is you don't put two massive blockbusters that are about the same thing no, together on the same fucking day well, i mean just look at it from a studio perspective they don't care if the movie's good or not they just care if it's going to make like a ton of money and they are smart enough to know that even if it's amazing if it's going up against it's yeah. relatively well, new. Well, like, let's say that like, Batman versus Superman was better than Dark Knight, which it won't come <laughs> close. Oh well, yeah, yeah, David Escobar. It doesn't right matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still going to be Well, it's still going to cannibalize its own profit. Well, and it's going up against a movie where like the There's characters it's the base. third Captain America movie, like yeah, established exactly. It's it's also the third Avengers movie. And this is coming off a Superman movie that wasn't that well received and Batman who everyone loves, but it's a new Batman. So, yeah, I don't think that even even if it came out on that day, like it would just it even if it was great, it would have been cannibalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even if it was in the same month, even if it wasn't on the same day, it's like yeah. If if I'm a studio person, I'm not like okay, let's do this and let's see who wins. Unless That's just well, like I don't, stupid. I don't, what the fuck's his name? Yeah, <laughs> he's like just wreck those movies. I, yeah, um, didn't, but he, didn't he write an article that was like Deadpool the movie? No, no, no that wasn't him. I, if, if we're going back to Deadpool real quick, the two interesting things that I forgot to mention is they cut the seven million dollars like forty eight yes. hours before. Which Did you is, hear about this? Wow. So they cut seven million dollars forty eight hours. Like they were like, you have forty eight hours to cut seven million dollars from the budget. So it was originally for, like, wait, 60, which movie for Deadpool? Okay. So it was originally like wow. 65 and they had to cut it down to 58, which is why in the end when he shows up and they're like, where are your guns? And he's like, oh shit, like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Um, he was originally supposed to have like a giant yeah, gun like, battle. That did seem strange. It seems strange, but I was like, nah, cool. Like I'd rather, see, like I see gunfights in every movie. I'd rather see a cool sword fight. Yeah. Oh, I totally went with it, but it did stick out in my mind. And I was like, huh. Well, yeah, the initial I, that wouldn't have been my first guess. Yeah, well, the initial script that I read and I sent to you, I believe, and I sent to you, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it did end with like him having a giant gun battle, and that was what was supposed to happen. So that was like one of the major things they cut. And originally, uh, Gina Carano's character was, was supposed a... to speak. No, there were three characters. Oh, there were three yeah. henchmen, and it got melded, and they were just like, "All right, make it one character." But I, mm. my theory is um, that they cut seven million dollars, like forty-eight. They were like, "You have forty-eight hours to cut seven million dollars," hoping they'd be like, "All right, we don't know how to do this. We just give up," like because they were. Secretly, I think they were just trying to like, no, we don't want no. Deadpool to be made, sabotage it. But they wanted them to be the ones to say they couldn't make Deadpool. Right. So it wasn't like the studio was like, shut it down. Um, 
So there's that. And then the other thing is uh, on Deadline, it's not the Tom guy, but just some other guy. Who's, he was, like, one of the guys who helped write, like, or he had something to do with The Godfather and everything like that. He was just, like, whining about Deadpool and the fact that it made a ton of money. He's like, even though they did everything wrong, they got everything right. And I was like, oh, you're such a prick, dude. Like, <laughs> like I just don't like these, like, elderly 65-year-old men who are like... Oh, it's just so, it's so vulgar, and it makes all the money. This is the death of our nation. Like, I don't know. It's like at this point, okay, A, if you're in show business, you're a fucking whore by nature. That's just what you do. You you peddle bullshit to, to stupid people. Most of the time. Oh yeah, no, we saw the witch, and we can. Oh, there uh, were yeah, some yeah, stupid yeah. fucking people in yeah. that audience. There Do was not a baby. The... Was yeah, a yeah. Baby. So we turned around, and two rows behind us, there was a newborn baby, like just being held. It's got like a pacifier and stuff. I was shocked that it. I only heard it once. <laughs> it was like in the near the beginning of the movie, we heard something, and I thought and it was the we, movie. Yeah, we both looked back. Yeah, and yeah. I turned towards you, and we're like, "What? Seriously?" And then we turned back, and nothing for the rest of the movie. But then I turned back at the very end, like when the credits were rolling. She was getting up. She had a baby. I was like, what is happening? Oh, it's, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Like, I could honestly say that I've seen more newborn babies in horrible, scary, frightening horror films oh, well, than I have in any other genre of movie. How, how many young children were in your guys' Deadpool screenings? None. None for None? me, None. but that was only because the And I saw it three times. Like, I saw, like, a two eight-year-olds. Around that. Anywhere yeah, from, like, eight to ten. Can you kids? I yeah, mommy, it's a daddy, lot of, like, what? Well, pegging? Um... <laughs> 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 What's International Women's Day? Ah, that's, well, you know, that's a thing. It's, uh, sometimes in movies they make shit up. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, we were we were we were watching The Witch, uh, which and there was a baby. Quick, quick thought. I love that movie. It was it's a phenomenally fantastic. fucked up movie. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the best thing. Is it's not scary. It's not like jump scare. No, it is unsettling. tone on tone on tone, and it is disturbing and creepy yep. um the imagery in the movie like you're like oh yeah that's, no, I, well, that's oh. great you don't really see that no, it, the movie that i would compare it to the most is the shining um it's okay. very slow moving like not a slow burn it is a it's slow a burn, moving yeah. movie like i don't think your general audience will like it that much actually on cinema score which i don't ever listen to but um, it has like a D minus right now mm-hmm. um, because general audiences are like, yeah, fuck this movie um, because there's no jump scares. There's maybe one in the movie. Like, I don't know. There's not really any gore. Um, there's only one scene I can think of that has blood. Um, which two. Two? Two okay. scenes, yeah. Uh, I can only think of the one with the crow right now. Oh, well, if you're going, there's that scene where they're the baby oh yeah 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 then, all right so yeah it's definitely the dad it's, gets yeah, yeah yeah it's definitely a movie with like just disturbing imagery and it's it's unsettling it's really well directed the aspect ratio was different it was we a little noticed. fucked up yeah yeah no, like there was, were black bars on the side yeah and not on top or, and bottom um, but they weren't four it wasn't quite four by three it was it was weird it yeah. was um but yeah the audience wouldn't Shut the fuck. The guy up. next to us kept checking his fucking phone yeah, on yeah, Facebook, yeah. and I gave him shit for it. Yeah. Um. And then the people behind us. Did you hear the people behind us? They're narrating the movie. Well, I almost turned around because there were several times where like, I right, so what's happening now? Okay, so this is what's happening. This is this character's motivation. Like he would, they would keep doing it, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, um. There are people in the front yelling. Yeah, there were these two people in the front, and at one point, the entire theater lost it and was like, Shut the <laughs> fuck up! Yeah. yeah. Um. And that was great. Uh, it was, you know, the what, audience was, yeah, was a pain. Yeah. A lot of laughter. A lot of laughter. Because the yeah. movie is like it's just building tension. 
so there's a lot of moments where like you know you you see scary movies like there's a lot of like laughter in theaters because like it's tense and people like to break the tension yeah um so they show something that's not that funny and someone will nervously laugh and then everyone starts laughing Mm-hmm. That happened so much in this movie, like well, because people start to they're like, "I'm a badass. This don't scare me." Oh uh, no, there was great. <laughs> this the- happens all the time. I do that in torture porn a lot, but not because yeah. I'm scared and trying no, see, to cover it up. Just because I'm like, this is legitimately well. Funny Michael was and like, Michael was like, because we saw it together, and Michael was like, "All right, so fuck all the people here." And I was like, "Yeah, have you ever seen like a horror movie in theaters?" Because I I've seen many, and horror oh, movie yeah. fans are both the worst and the best. If you sure. see a movie like The First Purge, we gave up on that movie. I remember the entire audience was yelling at the screen. We're having a good time. We're laughing. It's great. We're like, why would he do that? Like everyone's just yelling at the screen. In a movie like this, they're still gonna do that. And you don't want them to for this. Uh, I saw Unfriended in theaters. That was a fun one with audiences who were just like, yeah, this That's is stupid. That's the only way you could possibly watch that. Exactly. Movie. Like, why would you want to watch it by yourself? It's yeah. stupid. Um, so with something like this, they would still do it. And that was really, really Yeah, when it's, a, when it's an actual good film, you don't yeah. want that. Um, especially because, like, the Nine entire Nine times movie, out of ten horror is bad these days, especially these days. Like, I don't go to see horror movies anymore because it's always paranormal activity or or, like or any of, like, the... The Saws. What is They're the making one? another one, by the way. Yeah, they know. Well, Saw, yeah. even Saw, I'm more comfortable with than paranormal activity. Is it an eighth movie, activity. or did they just decide it's to reboot, reboot it? I don't fucking know. Whatever, but, like, Saw and th- things like that, I could even get behind in a so-bad-it's-good kind of way. Paranormal activity, Fuck I don't place. understand. I don't know. They're but, boring. Like, um, There's nothing the, happening. I have, I saw one in theaters. I saw I saw the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the most fascinating thing with that movie is that I have you guys have you guys seen any? I've of seen them? a couple. Like, of I've them. seen well, I've well, only seen two, and I saw them both in theaters. You were saying that the first one was the only reason it was put into theaters because it was a marketing ploy. Oh, it was a brilliant yeah, yeah, marketing yeah. Ploy. yeah. No, it's great. They were like they were like demanded to come to your city. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's the stupidest thing. Although yeah. that's a model that's kind of taken off now. Like the the Rooster Teeth movie did that. I was listening to another podcast with a, a director that's making her movie, and it's kind of the same thing. It's not like the over the top corny like you need to call now. It's just like well, if you get enough people to <laughs> to warrant us putting this screen, yeah. We'll, we'll show it. And I'm like, that's actually a really good model for the industry Small these films? days because yeah. there's so much content being produced and so much of it just goes straight to DVD and nobody ever sees it. So yeah, if like you have an audience that wants to go see it... Kindergarten Cop 2? Yeah, they released a trailer. Well, yeah, you didn't know about that? No. Oh, do you know who it stars? No. Dolph we talked Lundgren. about this before. Okay. Dolph okay. Lundgren stars in it. Well, that sounds like a good movie. Phenomenal. <laughs> Um, Kindergarten. It even has a. I feel like no. The, the trailer first edited. This trailer was from the '90s. Yeah, like they hadn't edited anything from 1992. So like, <laughs> it's it's fascinating. It, it, it's like he's an ordinary cop that's about to go undercover. Well, that actually sounds like the best possible way to do that because the other the other side of that coin would be okay. Let's make a serious, dark, gritty kindergarten. Oh cop. no, 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 yeah, no, no, no! That's not what this is. This is aimed at. No, Zack Snyder isn't directing this movie. Wouldn't that be great though? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's desaturated. Yeah, it's got that epic film grain filter that uh, Batman v Superman has. Yeah, 
That um, would actually be like legitimately awesome. I would that <laughs> Dolph, <laughs> like, Dolph Lundgren is just reprising his role they're out, the Punisher. They're out on they're out on the playground and it's like pouring rain and he's in like a lawn coat and just smoking a cigarette as the camera's like slowly <laughs> zooming in on his face. And he turns to he's one like, of the kids who's just staring up he's and he's like, like Who is your daddy? No, he turns he's like dude. he's like put that cookie down. <laughs> <laughs> As it's just pouring rain. You mean those other people's lunches? Stop it! Lundgren doesn't have a funny accent, though, to make fun of, so... He's not. Well, bad. he was in that commercial recently that you are talking about. I'm telling about. you, it's, it's the hilarious. best thing he's been in in forever. Dolph Lundgren needs a comeback. You pitched Dolph Lundgren as Cable, and yeah. I would I would see that. That would be f- fantastic. Yeah. I, I mean, they were like... Dolph Lundgren, Mel Gibson, Keira Knightley, and I was like, "Fucking yeah, Dolph Lundgren." Well, that also the guy from Avatar, but I don't don't give a shit. I about don't him. want him to Stephen Lane. I don't want him to play it. Everyone's like, "Oh, he looks just like the comic book." I'm like, "Cool, but he sucks." Yeah, but you know, he was in the highest grossing. No, movie. I know. Yeah, everyone. Sam Worthington actually gets to say, "Hey, I was in the the highest grossing movie of all time." Oh, what else were you in? I was in the highest grossing movie of all time. Like that's all. Like. <laughs> Stephen Lane. It's like a cast of nobodies except for, like, Sigourney Weaver. Yep. And Michelle Rodriguez. Sure? <laughs> yeah, she's on that hey, level. she's been in a lot of movies. I'd argue, yeah, sure, but I'd argue Zoe Saldana is probably a bigger star than her. She really got big after that movie, though, Yeah, no, 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 yeah. yeah, not before. But she was, in, uh, she was in Guardians, Star, Star Trek, Trek yeah. and Avatar. <coughs> she's gonna be in Stars. Of, I think, I think Zoe you said Saldana's. she was blue and I was like, in what? I'm like, oh. Probably Avatar, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you wouldn't be able to recognize her. She's about how Zoe Saldana should stop being in movies. <laughs> she is the, I think she's, she's really not good. Fine. Have you seen Columbiana? She's whatever. No, she's a, I don't even know what that is. Actress. <laughs> yeah, no, I know Columbiana, yeah. It's made by Taken 2 well, director before uh, Taken 2. Never forget where you came from. Was the, the catch line of that trailer, and they played it fucking 20 times. Mm-hmm. Well... I don't know. Like and stuff. Like I've never liked her in anything, but at the same time, I'm like, she always no. She always just bothers me. Anybody? I feel like she's just generic. They're like generic badass woman. Because they always cast her. She was perfect for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Michelle Rodriguez is hilarious. Um, If you want to put her, like, I wouldn't even call her generic. Like, she pops up, and you're like, oh yeah, this is great. I think her cartoon. Her best role is in the Machete films. Um, when she's got the eye patch on and like, oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, that's what I think of when I think of Michelle Rodriguez, yep, and I'm like, much. I'm like, yep, that is an accurate use of her. Michelle Rodriguez has been in things like SWAT and yep, Resident yeah, yeah. Evil movies, and yep. she's in this same in every movie. She always is the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm okay with that, but not with Zoe Saldana. I don't know. I well, can't answer that. I feel like Michelle Rodriguez is probably more authentically that yes. than Zoe Saldana. That's like, yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I buy Michelle Rodriguez as that person. Zoe Saldana, it's like, okay, she's an actress, and she needs to be a cool lady. She doesn't even look like she... Like, I'm sure she could kick my ass, I'm sure. But, like, she doesn't look like she could kick, like, Chris Pratt's ass, like, in Guardians. Uh-huh. Like I like I don't know I don't I don't quite she's buy it. She's an alien. You you need a uh, yeah, okay. you need a badass lady in your movie. I, I don't know. I guess I have more of a problem with that than like the Gal Gadot thing, where like, 
in every movie, she's just a badass, but, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I thought it was really hilarious, because she I've was... I've ever seen her in anything else. Well, Furious 6. Um, she was in the 6th Fast and Furious. I don't think I saw Fury. I thought I saw Fast... Fu- no, I was Furious 6. About Six is, yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah. She was the one... That, that movie was the one that ended with the plane yeah, going down, like, right, the, right. the runway track for mm-hmm. about half an hour. Um, Did you guys ever talk about the last Batman Superman trailer? I don't think we did. No, no. we actually haven't. What were, what were your guys' thoughts on that? Just because of the Gal Gadot thing. Um, she has one line now. Honestly, the first don't give a fuck 10 seconds of that trailer are great. Yeah. Just well, you know, it made me super pumped for the, for the Batman, Batman movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was like, yeah. I'll oh, that's the that. whole thing. But Like a straight up Arkham Asylum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it yeah, literally yeah, looks like an style. Arkham game. Yeah. And it's the first time there's ever been a Batman movie where, where Batman looks like he can move. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he moves like really fluidly. I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna see like a behind the scenes like the B roll of that scene because I want to see how much of it is like him Sped like, up movement. Yeah. Well, yeah, like how much is that? Like, is there ever like a CGI Ben Affleck in it? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure it's not because the suit doesn't look like they're trying to do armor like every other movie. It's very like yeah, it just yeah. looks like the bat suit. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, I actually, I really enjoyed the new trailer, and I feel like if that was what was presented to me first, I would mm-hmm. be much more excited well, about this Well, here's the thing, movie. like, I, I thought the Comic-Con footage was fine, like, that, like, the... The 10 seconds 30-minute, of... no, the 30-minute short film that they released, where it was like, this is a day for the truth. That oh, whole thing... Oh, with List Lady? Yeah. The lady from The Incredibles that's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, reason. yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was fine. Like, I don't... And again, I say this all the time. I don't think it's going to be a spectacular movie. No. But I don't care. Like, at this <laughs> point, I really don't. Because 90% of fucking superhero movies, I'm sorry. Like, look, I'm a nerd and whatever. I'm not going to be a part of this fanboy circle jerk where I'm like, oh, yeah, Marvel you're just gonna be, is incredible. You're just going to be no, part of the regular not, circle they're jerks. Fine. They're fine. You got not them there, great Michael. Yeah, I did. You just kept I'm going. I'm part of the regular circle jerk. What does that even mean? <laughs> What, like I you know sit around means. and jerk off with other guys? Cool. <laughs> Is there anything wrong with that, Michael? What's wrong guys? with that? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, <laughs> you got me there, I guess. Well, I mean, but it no, was, movie circle jerks, that's a problem. Well, I mean, it was interesting because you, you and Zach both have very differing opinions on the Marvel movies. Mm. I argued with you proxy him. Uh, he just pretended he was you, I think, and just regurgitated all your opinions. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just had an argument on that for a while, which right. was fun. I had a good time. Yeah, it was sure. fun. Fun playing devil's advocate, because usually I'm the one defending the Marvel movies. And I'm not the biggest I Marvel... Like the, I don't hate the Marvel movies. I don't think they're the worst thing of all time. Are you sure? Because I went back thing. and listened to that podcast, and it sounds like that movie gave you cancer. Which one? All of them. Age of Ultron did. A lot of them did. But no, look. Objectively speaking, like, have they ever made a movie as bad as Fant Stick or something like that? No, I don't think they, they have. But 90% of their movies are just okay at best. They've made three... They've made two really good movies. <laughs> three good movies. What are the two really good ones? Winter, Winter Soldier and the I like the first Iron Man a lot. Oh, not the Avengers, first Avengers. I think was a very competently pulled off movie, but when I look at that movie, I'm like, yeah, but I don't put that in like the category with Dark Knight or um, any of the either. superhero movies that. where I'm really into it. I think the first Avengers is kind of overrated. I think it's a good movie. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, it, I think like it's I said, good. Like I said, it's a very, it's a good movie. I, think I don't think I've seen that since theaters, actually. Really? But like objectively, yeah. let's go back and look at the other ones. Incredible Hulk. 
fucking forgettable. Um, Iron Marvel's Man 2? Like, no, that doesn't exist. Yeah. I, Iron well, Man. no, 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 because uh, General Thunder something is coming oh, back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Incredible Hulk is now relevant. What, um, yeah, yeah, no, we'll talk, like, let's go through all of them, because Iron Man 2, that's not very good. Um, I, I, I hated that really one. I really dislike that one. I think it's better than Iron Man 3. I still think it's better See, than Iron Man 3. See, I think Iron Man 3 is a more insulting movie, but I think Iron Man 2 is a worse movie. Yes, I, I agree Man with that. The reason I hate Iron Man 2 is it... Um, um, well, Mickey Favreau Rourke definitely hates that movie. Favreau and Mickey Rourke, I don't blame them. they all had like a very good plan going into this movie, and then Disney stepped in and they said, no, yep. we are going to set up the Avengers. And that's something that's been a persistent problem that's gotten way worse over time, and it's climaxed with Age of Ultron, where it just looks like the MCU's going to collapse in on itself at this point. Like, Age of Ultron... I don't see how that movie gets a pass. That movie is a fucking train wreck. Um, but going back, Iron Man 2, don't like it. I don't think it's insultingly bad, but I don't like it. Yeah, uh, no, I feel like that's one that's not insulting. Like, it's not giving anyone the finger like Iron Man yeah. 3 is. It's just a not well, very competently I, like, made movie. I would disagree a little bit with Iron Man 3 where it's like, given the, I, well, like, what is your big qualm with it? I mean, it just... I think it fucks itself in the third act. I think it was a movie yeah. that had the potential to be decent, well, it and was then a the movie third that, act, it falls apart. It was very mismarketed, and I think that's what was most yeah. disappointing yeah. to yeah, a lot I of people. Yeah, I agree with that. And it was oh, one yeah, of those it one... it looked like there was going to be something Like an emotional stake. weight, there was be, yeah. There was going to be consequences to a thing that happened in another movie, and that didn't so happen. far, that's never happened with me. Yeah. Um, it was just something that it just felt really inauthentic to itself. Like, it just felt like it was going to be, oh, we're going to be funny, and not really pay credence to any other aspect of the movie. I should also mention with that movie, I want to bring up the, uh, the was it the Mandarin twist? Uh, I'm not a comic book fan again, so this did not bother yeah, me on that level. I didn't about that. Didn't bother <laughs> me on that level. It bothers me as a, on, like, a film fan, like, because I'm watching it, and I'm like, yeah, Ben Kingsley is a badass in this mm -hmm. movie. Like, he is terrifying. He's great. Some people and call me like, a terrorist. And, I consider myself a teacher. And then yeah. Guy Pierce shows up, and he's like, hey, I'm Syndrome. And you're like... Okay. <laughs> why? And why does he have the same motivation as Syndrome? I really don't get that part. Like, yeah. I, no, I, yeah, it's definitely dumb, I but I don't hate it the way the fanboys hate it. I love where they're that, like, oh, I, this was an abortion. I'm like, I, I don't, whatever. It was I a love dumb that move. one fucking line where he's like, you want the Mandarin? <laughs> I am the Mandarin, like, you're Guy Pierce. <laughs> well, I'm like, he's like, I am the Mandarin, and I'm like, oh, well, that's disappointing. That's like, racist? I'm only that's like, racist? I'm only like, that's disappointing because well, he's... Be better if Ben Kingsley was the Mandarin? <laughs> I don't know. Ben Kingsley's <laughs> technically Asian. Is he? He is, he is from India, right? Or, uh, no, he's he not. Gandhi, but he he's Gandhi, Gandhi, but he's No, 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 what look up what country he's from. He's not from... He's not from America. He's from. No, he's, no, from he's not. UK. Well, his name is. is he he might have Indian some... blood or something. He might be like part Indian, but I know he's. I'm pretty sure he's from the UK because that's where he's most known. He was like part of the Royal Shakespeare Company. And... Yeah, I know that, but I thought he was like born, born somewhere in weird because I because they yeah. use they use that as an excuse somewhere, and I was like, that's not born in Scarborough, Yorkshire, England. All right. Yeah, but maybe he's part like ethnically Indian. Oh yeah, look at his father's name though. His father's name is oh my god, I'm gonna butcher this. Yeah. Rahimtula Harji Banji. Okay. So Welcome yeah, his and, and from And his mother is Anna Lina Mary. Yeah, so he's yeah, half so, Okay, he's half Indian. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I whatever. So they were like, technically he's Asian, yeah. and everyone was like, shut the fuck up. 
backup. Like, <laughs> but he's he's well, not I mean, Chinese. Listen, but, listen, you know, Keanu Reeves he's is Hollywood's Asian. most famous Asian. He's Keanu Reeves played the Buddha. The Buddha. The Buddha. <laughs> the Buddha. The Buddha. All right. <laughs> did he? Did, he did. You not seeing the little yeah, Buddha? No, I, I showed you. Yeah, clips we of the watched. Buddha. Yeah, yeah, we watched. It was clips. great. Yeah, yeah, Keanu Reeves played Buddha. I'm pretty sure that constitutes a hate crime. Like, <laughs> After Bill and Ted, so it's not like he was like. Mm-hmm. You Although know, I have come to find up for, and it was after uh, Point Break. So yeah, it, it was after Point so Break. So he wasn't the year hard up. Speed. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, it's like look, he just he, held over for that one year. Look, he, his, well, okay, like look, yes, Buddha is <laughs> a very important historical figure, religious figure, but really his role in the movie was Keanu Reeves. All he needed to do was like sit under a tree for a long time. He's capable of that. Wow, you mean Keanu Reeves in every movie? Yeah, like, just well, exactly. Like, he just I'm needs to be real mean, stoic if you look at Keanu and Reeves, not like, let anything that's happening around him affect him. Keanu and Reeves. How come look at Keanu Reeves? Ball, in like really Bill, the role he was born to play. In, <laughs> in Bill and Ted's, Keanu Reeves goes from, whoa! And then you look at Matrix and he's just like, Whoa, is that whoa. him? He's just giving up. Let's talk about why Keanu Reeves is the only <laughs> actor who's actively allowed to be bad in movies, and we're all like, "Yay! Like <laughs> we're okay with this." Like people keep asking me if I'm back. It's the most cringe. I'm pretty movie. sure I'm back. Oh god! Like I saw it in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, that's bad." And then I saw it in the movie, <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" No, in the movie, I'm like, "Oh, that's even worse." <laughs> Really? But awesome. Like, no, 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 because, like, I'm watching, I'm like, he's terrible, but he's also fantastic. Well, I mean, like, the thing about Keanu well, Reeves is it's always something that I feel like you have to grow accustomed to throughout the movie. I was watching the show Supernatural for a long time. It was because of a girl. I was watching the show Supernatural for a long time, and that's a show where if you go into any random point, it's fucking awful. Like, the dialogue is bad, the pacing is bad, the plot is bad, the story is bad. Like however, one teddy bear episode. Oh, dude, like how, that, yeah, like, the one teddy bear. One but teddy bear however, episode. if you start from the beginning... And work your way to that one point that you initially thought was bad, you're okay with it. I don't know what it is. Did you just grow accustomed to the show's awfulness? Well, that's, yeah. I think I mean, with TV shows, it does work that way. Like, you get used to it as long as you like the story. That's, like, supernatural. I think as long as you like the characters. Because I was a big fan of Scrubs, and I loved season one. And season two is fantastic. And season three is really good. And then season four is not as good. And it just keeps getting worse. And then all of a sudden, season eight is really good again. And you're like, wait, it was bad. It was bad, and I didn't even realize it for the longest time. Like, yeah. so yeah, I think that with TV shows, it's like as long as you just care about the characters. But Supernatural is one of those shows where everybody that I've ever met that has watched it has been like, "Oh, it's a guilty pleasure." Like, people admit that it's bad. I don't think it really has fans that are like, "Oh, this is awesome." Oh, no, no, I've no, met no, that's those not people. true. Yeah, I've met those. Have people. you ever been on the internet? Like, I try like, to avoid it. <laughs> Except it unless it's porn. Angry yeah, that's porn. fair. And yeah. there's probably some like. Rule 34, Supernatural stuff oh, out there. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. You know, I haven't met a lot of guys that like that show. No, it's, it's, mainly, like, it's mainly girls. Yeah, like, well, Most of the people I know, they're girls who are Long, like, Sullen, Silence, or Mean Comic? That's like... I mean, <laughs> Supernatural is Negasonic like, Teenage War... She, I bet she, she fucking loves Supernatural. No, she seems like she judges the girls who do like it. You think so? Well, is that not one of her guilty at, pleasures? She might be a guilty pleasure follower of that. Um... CWWB, that whole network has always very much been catering to fangirls. Yeah, teenage girls. Like, it's always been. And, like, I guess maybe it's starting to drift a little bit from that now with, like, the DC shit. But at the same time, like, I look at The Flash and Green Arrow, which I know a lot of people that like it. You like The Flash? I like The Um, Flash. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it still kind of looks like. 
CW-ish. CW-ish. It, yeah, definitely. What's Arrow even more so. I like how even the nerds are like, yeah, they're stupid hot, but like in the show, they're just considered nerds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everyone in the CW universe is just attractive. Yes, the that's how they cast, and yeah. it doesn't matter if they can act. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's just like everybody will be really pretty, and the show will be good. To be fair, everyone on the Flash is Competent. pretty good. Yeah. Like I've watched the it, and I'm not a plays, huge fan. The guy who played fucking Doctor Wells is okay, amazing. Well, he's amazing, and I have to say, good for them for not casting like a model for him because he's like he's just a normal looking dude. Yeah. Like they didn't cast like some like model with like, a square magazine. jaw yeah. to play a villain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The fuck? I think someone just stabbed outside my apartment. All right, that's crazy. Or they're really excited for Doctor Wells. Yeah. 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 Who isn't, you know? He was yeah. the best part of that he show. He was the like, best part of that show. He was the reason show. I kept watching. But yeah, they cast someone who was like actually a good actor. Fun fact, he was also on Scrubs. He was JD's brother. I just really love Scrubs, guys. I know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a Flash. It's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Well, fuck you too. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I, I really like, like Flash. That's how I I'm really feel about the Flash. I'm like, I, I totally get why people like it, and I'm I'm glad that it exists, and it's like super, it's my, super. Uh, it's my second favorite DC show accurate. on TV. The only time I'd gain the only one that's on now. Now, no, after Constantine. The only time I'd gain respect. Fuck for, Gotham. Yeah. yeah, no, fuck that show. Fuck that show. The only time <laughs> I'd gain respect for Flash, though, like a, like a ton of respect, if it all turned out it was building up to like crossing over the movie Flash with this Flash, because there's different. I know there's like different universes. I haven't watched the multiverse, two, but I know yeah. there's a lot of like well, multiverse stuff. Well, I was always hoping for like the movie Flash to meet the TV show Flash to meet the Warner Brothers animated universe Flash. Oh, that'd be great! Like a uh, Roger Who Rabbit type Roger thing. Rabbit, yeah. yeah, I would watch that. I would I would binge watch, watch all the show up until that point just to get to that. Do you know the guy who voiced uh, Flash was also... He played Lex Luthor on Smallville? Yeah. 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 Still didn't see Smallville. Yeah, yeah, Still I've never care. I've never seen an episode. I've seen at least one episode from each era of Smallville because I felt like I had to as a comic book fan. I was like, I never liked that show, but it... Like, at least once a year, when it came on, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see what it looks like now. Because that's a show that changed wildly from season to season. Like, it started off as, like, a teen drama. High school drama, yeah. yeah. And then it ended up, like, literally, it may as well have been Lois and Clark, like, where they're doing comic book shit. And I'm like, when did that happen? Well, they were like, it's going to be an about... episode with the Wonder Twins. Well, they were like, it's going to be about his high school years. And then ten years later, they're like, oh, fuck, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what did it have? Ten or eleven seasons? Eleven seasons 11. sounds so right. Many, yeah, I think so it was eleven. Many. Yeah, too many. <laughs> too many. Some would say. Most would say. I would say. Um, wasn't there one where he was in like the shitty Matrix s trench coat too? Yeah, that was like a whole. Was he still in high school? Because well, I feel like yeah, that no, would have well, been bad. They could never. He was living in Metropolis. They could never have him dress as in the Superman. Cape, right. Because they said no flying, issues, no cape. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why in the very last episode they're like, he's gonna be in the Superman. Because this, I've only seen the last like minute of the last episode yeah. because people made a big uproar and I wanted to see what it was. And it's like, yeah, they're like, he's Superman now, and it's just like they like Photoshop this little red and blue blur like flying past an airplane, yeah, and then sh- you see like the logo up close on his chest or something. They and then show that's the suit, I think. But they he's not wearing it. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't show like the full body, like mm-hmm. him in it. So if they had to, if you had to choose, would you rather binge watch all eleven seasons of Smallville, or whenever it's canceled, watch all of Supergirl? I don't know. 
I've never seen Supergirl. I can't judge it. Yeah, I've heard it's not the worst thing in the world. I saw like a five minute clip from it. It's yeah. awful. I don't know. But the Flash is gonna die. be on it. Well, I, look, I I know, and that's weird because it's a different network too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Are their numbers that bad that they're literally paying the CW to have someone come over from another network just to try and boost popularity? Their numbers aren't bad at all. Super, Are they not? Supergirl? No. Yeah, it's no, doing it's pretty, pretty okay. Popular. I don't know a single person that watches that show. Yeah, but I don't know a single person that watches Do you have TV any friends, really? Michael, though? Yeah. So. That's a fair point. Do you have point. any friends, Michael? Let's really question that's a, that. That's a fair point. All right, see you guys. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> As he exits his house. <laughs> this is my own room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, so where were we on our Marvel list? We just got done with the Iron Man movies. The first Captain America movie. I, I have not seen that movie all the way through it's, in my life. I like the first Captain America for the first half. And then they complete their story, and then they're like, oh, we have way more movie to go through. So it's really good for the first 40 minutes, I think. And then there's, like, another hour. Well, Captain and after America, that, I'm like, no, nah, it's bad. To me, like, I don't like... I actually no. I can't. I can't even say that I don't like World War Two stuff. I think it would have been cool to see if it was actually World War Two. This seemed like a PG World War Two, which I'm fine this with. This was like but a Disney fight World War Two yeah. with with fake yeah. Nazis that weren't Nazis, and then instead well, of actually using fair, guns and stuff, they were blue lasers. And I'm like, that looks dumb. Is anyone shocked by the fact that they were like, of course they're not going to do Nazis because they're it's, that's why it's Captain well, no, America, a, but then but they're like, look at his very ethnic group of uh, his group of soldiers where here. Like where it's like, of course, because they want it to appeal to worldwide audiences. They don't yeah. want it to jet, because it's not going to, like, every studio what? just tries was to make money in every Was audience movie. going to go see a movie called Captain America and then think, okay, there's a Chinese guy, I'm sold? Like Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, Deadpool was banned in China, if I believe correctly. Well, most movies are banned in China. I mean, you can't get most movies in there. Because they have a lot of, like, like restrictions. Yeah, Yeah, Deadpool would be the least surprising ban. You can't be violent and you can't have language and, like, you can't have sex. Yeah, there's no... Pegging allowed. There's no what. Oh, that's pits. see. That's why. That's, that's why real, so That's a real shame there. right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Captain America. I don't think it's very good. I honestly it might be one of my least well, favorite okay. Marvel movies. I like. I detest that movie, but I'm very much willing to admit that's a personal thing. I don't think it's the worst movie ever made, but. Again, I just it's it's nothing special. Yeah. I, I think it's fine. I think it's good up until after he frees the prisoners. You know that part. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. After that, it because I like all the stuff before I that when they're like he's, when they're like he's a propaganda thing and they're just really using him as a tool. See, um, I, I thought that idea was good, but I I don't need to see a dance number montage of Captain America. See, I thought it worked. Especially like, because I thought it worked because I like the aspect that he's like I'm gonna be in the military and he's but, like yay and then they're like no nah, nah. you're, you're gonna be a fucking plot device in the world though because like okay he wanted to be in the military because and they wouldn't let him because he was too scrawny and then, then they, and then they bump becomes, him up but they don't let him in the military not only does do they bump him up he becomes the most physically yeah. effective person that has ever existed in the history of humanity no i agree and then they're like no well we can't use you because we don't have enough of you well then let him just be a regular guy he's better than any enlistee that you will ever have but they're like no we're still going to use you but how are we going to use you <laughs> we're going to use you to sell war bonds in, in in musicals to small children, <laughs> yes, I which know. we could do with any asshole dressed as Captain America, <laughs> which they do in the real world. I've been to Universal Studios, but they're like, no, we're gonna take this superhuman miracle of science and we're gonna teach them to dance. 
Look, man, I agree Fuck with you there. I agree. I, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at <laughs> um, the idea of Michael. I would, I would, no, he's yelling at me. He's yelling at me specifically. Yeah. I, I really no, hate how... Michael agrees I, on that, too. But every, I'm like, yeah, no, everything in that movie was done through montage, and it just fucking pisses me off. The but only, they had my, 20 minutes to devote to a goddamn dance number that made no sense. That's not true. The dance montage stuff is in is in the montage, isn't it? It's its own sequence. It's its own montage sequence. But well, no, like, I thought if you th- have three minutes. In oh, the movie oh, to dedicate yeah, yeah. To that. They do a montage of the dance numbers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because you see, like every battle that up. Captain America has to fight is done in montage. This Literally, is an action adventure the only, superhero the movie. Only one they what do they think people are paying to see? The only one they don't. Well, well they, there's a couple. The train sequence was just like two minutes. Well, that's no, no, not no, montage. No, because after that, forty minutes is up, and he frees the soldiers, and then it goes into like him like doing the action stuff. It's just action stuff from there on out, and it's boring. It's the most boring thing possible. I had way more fun with the dance numbers and everything than I did with like when he goes into like. Red Skull's generic bass and he's like <laughs> All right, let's, uh, and you're just like this is boring. That was like, the reason that it was boring. It's the same thing is it's the same problem as the lightsaber battles in, in the prequels. prequels. They're just emotionless. They're just not both. attached to anything that matters. But if you took the time to actually establish a villain that mattered mm-hmm. and establish some stakes that you cared about then you could have action sequences that worked but they didn't do that. And Marvel <laughs> almost never does that. All of their sense, like the entire sense of urgency and stakes in any given Marvel movie, is always immediately undermined by a bunch of hammy, corny jokes. Almost always. No, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not a huge Marvel <laughs> defender here. I'd give that if we're going to talk about Captain America, I'd give it like a five point five out of sure. ten. It's not the greatest thing. No. I'm just all I was saying was the first forty minutes I enjoy. Oh sure. I don't mind. Oh yeah, they're better the than the they're better thing. than the last forty. I have seen them all, just yeah. not and in then, any particular order. And then Thor <laughs> is is pretty generic and terrible. Thor, I couldn't well, even Thor tell you the dull. plot of that movie. I liked I liked the, I liked Agent Coulson in that movie. Sure. I liked the stuff when they were in Asgard and they were like, I was like, oh, what Shakespearean. You? Yeah, it was like a Shakespearean thing. I was like, oh, look, they're playing to Kenneth Branagh's strengths. And then they're like, oh, but now he's a fish out of water. I'm like, ah, fuck this movie then. Yeah. I saw it in IMAX. Why would I want to see him sitting at a campfire with Natalie Portman in IMAX? And they're just sitting there and then they're driving a truck. Small Midwestern town. See, then he throws a coffee one. cup and I'm like, why did I pay $20 to see this at IMAX? Like, well, see, that was another one where, too, that my only thoughts with the Thor movie is it bounces between boring and not funny. Those are the two modes. Because even the fight stuff in the beginning, I was bored with. I don't know why. Maybe it was Kenneth Branagh's directing action. I, I just didn't buy. But I was bored I, with it. I, I liked, liked all the conversation. I liked... Uh, I had a good time. Loki and Anthony t- Hopkins. Yeah, I they did were too. great. I, I had a good time up until Chris Hemsworth gets banished. After yeah. that, I was like, "All right, this movie's bad now." Yeah. And, well, I, yeah, yeah. So what is that? Like twenty minutes? I like the first twenty minutes of the movie. I Maybe fifteen. I, I, I don't know. That whole time where they went to the fucking like the the ice the frost yeah, yeah, giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bored as shit throughout that because I didn't like the action in that. See, movie. See, I thought it was fun. I thought the action in that stuff was good. I personally, I, I liked the hammer just shattering people. I thought that was fun. Look, I'm not. Mm. Look, I'm not. T- Propping it up is the best action I've ever seen. No, I'm no, just saying no, I wasn't no, bored during yeah, it. No, I was, I was mm. bored. It's, it's I was, fine. It, it felt yeah, dumb. I mean, Thor's not like an, an awful, awful movie. I'm just like, there's yeah. nothing Well, none of them are just terrible. It's just bland know, and mediocre. Did you know that both Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth um, auditioned, auditioned for, for that part? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Did you hear Stanley so in like, his and most Tom recent well. interview? Stanley was talking to some publication, and he's like, 
My favorite part about the Marvel movies is some of the actors, the fantastic talents that come out of them that were complete unknowns before, like Chris Evans or that fellow who plays <laughs> Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, His uh, name is Chris. You got 50% of it right already. <laughs> Irony. Um. <laughs> but uh, nah, Thor, like it was just remarkably unfunny for me, and I feel like the movie thought it was so brilliant with its slapstick humor. Look, my how, thing with my thing with, with all Marvel humor, we're gonna disagree there, but like my thing with the me. Marvel movies is we're arguing about them, and I'm like bored arguing about them, <laughs> sort of. Like I'm like I feel like we're going through the motions. Like yeah, this is the same argument against all of them because I feel like each movie has the same problems. So we're just kind of repeating ourselves with each movie. Like, I was like, Captain America, yeah, I enjoyed 40 minutes of it. And then it was bad. Yeah, Thor, yeah, I enjoyed 20 minutes of it. And then it was bad. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, let's talk about the good ones then. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's great. Great. I, I love Winter Soldier. Fantastic. It's very, very, very good. But, like, when I look at that, and why does it stand out so much uh, in comparison to all the other Marvel movies? It's the one that breaks the formula the most. Yeah, 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 like it's it's the one that's. I mean, there's humor, but it's not. But it comes naturally. Jokey. It comes yeah, naturally from the characters. Right. Yeah, on your left, that was hilarious. Uh, it just, I it, love that scene. On your the left. first, like when he keeps lapping Anthony mm-hmm. Mackie. Yes, when he's yeah, 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 and that that like that's, that's funny. Yeah. Like you're like, huh? And it takes itself seriously and not in like a grim, dark, brooding DC no, kind yeah, of yeah. way, but it presents itself as a film. Yeah, like all of the other ones, they have this like tongue in cheek attitude where it's like, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. It's like it's. It's not terribly smart, and it's not terribly subversive, but it's also not terribly bad, so I'm just like, oh, whatever. Um, unpopular opinion of mine, which I didn't always think this. Like, I saw the movie and was like, this is great, and then have liked it less and less as I've gone on, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, he's not a big fan of Guardians. I think I'm the only one at this table right now that likes Guardians of the Galaxy. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying I hate it. I'm no, just saying it's vastly no, I'm, I'm overrated. He this, yes, okay. this, this, so it's, much this. It's got a 90% on Yes, I know, Tomatoes. I know, I know, and I think that's... Based on what? I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's rated higher than Winter Soldier? Yeah. Did, wow, you, did you like it the first time you saw it? or did you just hate it from the moment Oh, I didn't it? hate it when I saw it. I was just like, this is okay. I didn't understand the hype going in. I'm like, okay, it looks kitschy and fun, but all of the Marvel movies are kind of kitschy and funny. So it's like, if this was if this was the Zack Snyder DC universe where everything is grimdark and then they came out with Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd be like, holy fuck, that's different. Yeah. But we have this jokey kind of semi-comedic world anyway, and they're yeah. like, but this one's just going to be really funny. <laughs> and I'm like, well... I, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. It's not the humor. I don't know. Like, I've, upon rewatching it, it's just like, and this is my fear with Deadpool, which I, I've I've mentioned to you. Um, is my thing with Deadpool is I was like, yeah, I, I thought it was funny, but I, my worry is I'm gonna go back and rewatch it a couple times and be like, oh, there's not much yeah. there besides the jokes, and I'm gonna like it less and less once I know all the jokes. Mm-hmm. And that was my thing with Guardians. I, I watched it. And thought, oh, this is a funny movie. I, I'm enjoying it. There's fun characters and a fun soundtrack. I'm, it's, it's a fun movie. Um, and then <laughs> I watched it again. And I saw it probably like three times total in my life. And by the third time, I was like, oh, there's nothing else here. Like, uh, like I know all the jokes now. And mm-hmm. there's nothing to the characters. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're good. Like, the actors are all good. Except Zoe Saldana. Um <laughs> But... 
even the movie itself, like there's nothing Dave to the Batista characters. Dave Batista was a better actor than Zoe Saldana. Yes, I am. He's genuinely probably the funniest right. uh, one out he, of all yeah, of them. He was the most surprising to me. Where I was yeah. like, okay, the cast when they casted him, I was like, like, what? Yeah, no, that was my reaction. Yeah, but it's like a he he didn't come off as a brilliant actor, but he the he's character did what he's needed his so com- well. He is the only thing I still like pretty consistently laugh at in the movie like his lines it's just that dry humor that he delivers like when he's yeah. like my reflexes are too quick like I'm genuinely like you're a funny character I like you like <laughs> um, the rest of the movie like I kind of get annoyed with Chris Pratt's character now even though he's good in the movie but uh-huh. like I don't know like everyone compares him to Han Solo but it's like when I rewatched well, Star Wars everybody in that movie is Han Solo yeah <laughs> no that was my problem also like I'm like everyone in this movie is too damn cool um <laughs> Like, that sounds like a jealousy issue. No, it's not though. Like as you sit here in Rocket could have been glasses and beanie. Yes, thank sure. you. Yeah. Uh, Rocket. Just that out. Yes, that's the most Han Solo-ish <laughs> outfit out there, isn't it? It's, um, a, it's, it's the 21st century Han Solo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you moving to Williamsburg soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my plan. That's my plan. <laughs> yeah. You got your typewriter already? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go get my typewriter and just write in not Starbucks because that's too like. But like a Gregory's, Starbucks. right? I don't know what that is, so yeah, sure. Coffee chain, a smaller coffee chain. The the logo of the coffee (laughs) chain is the silhouette of a guy with a beard and hipster glasses. This is the worst thing ever. Um, (laughs) I think we've, I think I've made for my opinions pretty clear that I'm not that much of a hipster. Um, I'm like, yes, the Marvel movies are very fun. I like Captain America, like (laughs) exactly. With uh, what movie were we talking about? Guardians. It's uh, I don't know. Like it's just not that funny. Like. I like I like elements of it, but it's not that good overall. I think I don't think there's much to it. I'm ex- I'll see the sequel. I'm, I like James Gunn, but especially if uh, Kurt Russell has fucking that sweet Kurt Russell bone tomahawk mustache. Oh man, no, that's the thing I'm most pumped for is Kurt Russell. <laughs> I, I want to see some of that sweet. Kurt well, he Russell didn't see the first movie shit. initially. He was, no, I know. They yeah, offered it yeah, to yeah. him, and they're like, "Well, I." I he was I, like, I "Yeah, I'll see the first it, yeah. one first, and then I'll and then I'll do it if I like the first one." It's, I, I, I love actors like that. There was uh, We talked about it the last time we talked about um, uh, Mickey Rourke on Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. He, like, he was on the Seth Meyers show doing press for this. And he was press like, for Iron Man 2? Or? Iron Man 2, yeah. Okay. And he was talking about, he was one of the first people that dropped the ball. And he's like, I do not like Marvel after working with them. He's like, I don't like their editorialization of it. I don't like the fact that they're so heavy-handed <laughs> and they don't let the directors do what they want. Um, but he's like, but the first way he's like, uh, Seth Meyers is like, well, so we, I heard you're not a big fan of Marvel. He's like, I don't like him. He's like, <laughs> he's like, do you like DC? He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is well, not, these actors probably work. think about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. With the Marvel movies, I, I, um, I, I think, uh, I don't know. They're not the greatest things in the world. They're just fine popcorn entertainment. I like the Captain America movies because I like the character. And I didn't before. I just like Chris Evans' interpretation of the character. I liked him in Winter Soldier. He bored the ever-living fuck out of me in the first Avenger. The Iron Man movies, mm-hmm. it's like you see the first one, you're like, yeah, this is great. And then you see the second one, you're like, oh, this is less great. And then you see Avengers, and you're like, hey, your stick's getting a little old. And then you see the third <laughs> one, you're like, all right, I'm done with Iron Man. So yeah. hopefully in Civil War, like... 
I don't know. They use them to good potential. I like the idea. Well, they're going to use them so. to kill Captain America. I know they're not happen. They're not going to kill Captain America. That's what happens in Civil War. Cool, it is what but, happens in Civil War. Yeah, sure. But does any of the movie yeah, look like true. a literal adaptation of that? The literally, they, oh, yeah. they're Age of Black Panther also, kicks Winter Soldier no, in the face. Age of Ultron, I'm sure, was a very literal adaptation of the comic like string Age of Ultron, right? I don't, well, it wasn't. No it wasn't. Idea. And yeah. Joss Whedon said, "Oh no, I'm just taking the title from this this series here mm-hmm. and slapping it on." Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, and the other point is, when has an actual main character in a Marvel movie, a good guy, ever died? Well, I think they'll die soon. I think they will because well, we're coming up with contract. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. When when the contracts run yeah. out and and Chris Evans is like, "Oh, I don't want to do anymore." Well, then Chris he's Evans just die. stated recently that he'd be. Captain America as long as Marvel wants him to be Captain America. Yes. Um, Which is a stark contrast from, from what two years ago. When he said he wanted to quit acting. Altogether, yeah. Well, yeah, he said he wanted to move into directing, but then his... I don't uh, want to go make shoes. Well, no, then his directorial debut had it, 0% exactly. on Rotten Tomatoes for a while, so... Um, it was good in Snowpiercer. Yeah, no, 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 it's, it's true. I would, I, it would be a shame to see him give up acting. I think he's a very good actor. I think he made me care about a character who I was like, that's fucking mm-hmm. lame. Like, <laughs> Captain America yeah. is lame. No, I do very much like him Fuck as Captain America. Fuck America, dude. I like him. <laughs> I like Nicholson. him. Yeah, that's, yep, yep. That's what you're saying. I like him better in Winter Soldier, obviously, but I think that the Captain America character intrinsically works better as a fish out of water than he does in his own environment. Oh, he mean, he works better as a Thor no, not in the same way because he Thor should, his, should remake Thor's, Thor with Chris Evans. Thor's version of a fish out of water is like a literal caveman, where he's like, "I'm done, crash." <laughs> Do you Captain think- America, he he's an actual person in a new society, where he's like, "I." haven't learned how this works yet i love so that like one yeah, shot yeah, yeah. winter soldier where he writes it down in his book and it's like star trek slash wars yeah, question yeah. mark yeah I like, I like avengers i got that reference i i understood that one like, yeah um my i'm i don't know do you guys think with uh thor 3 do you think they're gonna do any spend any time on earth no i mean the whole plot well, do, for, well no but do you think like natalie portman's gonna be in it because if no they, no you don't think at all, at all? No. not at all what, well, she has, well, she's what are they gonna... very negatively received so far. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but do again, you think does they're... it matter? But in 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 Age of Ultron, they're like, mm. oh, where is she? And he's like, oh, she's off doing her own thing. So do you think in this one, like... they're still going to be like, oh, yeah, she's just off doing her own thing. And then eventually, after like three movies, they're going to be like, oh, no, she's dead, actually. <laughs> like, she died doing <laughs> her, her, her own thing. thing. Was, her thing was Cancer. a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing in like, the first Avengers movie was like, they show a picture on screen and it's like Natalie Portman's stock photo. And it's like, oh yeah, we moved her somewhere else. And he's like, thank you, my friend. Well, I'm like, well, that's yeah. it for her in this movie. Well, I didn't mind that because I mean, like, if you had stuffed all the love interests from all the movies in there, I would have been pretty. That's fair. Pretty Even Pepper stupid. Potts and Iron Man, like, stuffed well, in else. the Avengers movie, just in the in the first, in the first Avengers. Avengers movie, oh, it didn't feel. The first bloody. Avengers is pretty streamlined. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought we were talking about second it. Second one was. Uh, Bit of a mess. You see, you argued last time we talked that it's still one of the best blockbusters to come out of the year. Um, I argued. I hold on there. You're making it sound like I said one of the best blockbusters of all time. That's no, not no, no, of the year. Of the year. If you look at the year 2015, what I said was, I don't think Age of Ultron's that bad. I think it's a seven out of ten. I think it is a pretty decent movie, and I think that. If you look at the movies released in 2015, like, to compare to... If you compare it to other blockbusters, it's pretty solid, like... I mean, what are you comparing it to in that summer, like... I don't know, the biggest blockbuster stands out is Mad Max. 
Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll agree Mad Max is better. Like, I'm not saying it's... But yeah. it's, a, it's a stark contrast from Tyler. I believe during the Age of Ultron podcast, you were very angry and said that this fails as a movie. I, I disagree that it fails as a I movie. I texted you on the way out, and I was like, I guess Marvel's done making movies. Because it, it, it literally, it's just a fucking set up for all the next phase. And it shouldn't be that. Look, I'm. I like that they're doing their whole expanded universe. I think that's very cool. What? Was, I'm. I'm sorry. What was set up besides the the Thor and the cave scene? Who which I fuck, agree that scene was stupid. Quicksilver and and Scarlet Witch. Well, and it why matter, did they need to be in that movie? Oh, but what does that have to do with expanding the universe? Because they need new characters. Because the other ones are going to start leaving soon. I don't think that has anything. But I then they killed him off. Everything. But then they killed him off. So clearly they, they went killed, that way. They killed him off, but when has anybody ever died in Marvel? And well, not and come the back? thing, and they're them. not using Scar- like Scarlet Witch even in the Civil War. Like they don't seem to be using her like a lot. She seems to like. I feel like they're trying to fill out a roster because they were like, oh shit, we only have like five characters and we're moving in Civil War. Um, <laughs> but like Spider-Man. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, but I don't think they're like, oh yeah, fucking Scarlet Witch is gonna replace. Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Well, I don't like, know, man. Replace him, but she could easily replace somebody. Like who she could replace? I'd say Hawkeye is the most likely that she could replace. Sure, but if you're gonna like, I don't mind if they're like cycling through that lower roster. Like, there's some characters who are never gonna get their own movie, like Black Widow, like or Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye. Well, she could replace Black Widow. She could place replace Hawkeye. That whole sequence on Hawkeye's farm just pissed me the fuck off. I'm like, why are we going to Hawkeye's farm? Why can't you just? Take a story thread and, and go with it. Don't... I, I don't need to meet Hawkeye's wife. I well, you see, shit about he's that. the heart of the team. He's what they needed. I... I no, that's... You're overstating that. Um, no, wasn't that literally... That was the scene where he's like, they need you yeah, his, more his than they know. Literally said his it. wife, yeah, yeah, sure, but like... What else is she gonna say? Nah, you don't matter that much. Like, <laughs> well, what else? She this man said has was super strength. Shouldn't have been in the fucking movie. I, I whatever, man. I, I've had a good time there. Like, I was like, yeah, this is fun. I like, I like seeing kind of some of Hawkeye's life. Like, I like seeing him fleshed out a little bit as a character. Not I really, think I that, like Jeremy Renner. I think I like seeing I him play his character from Hurt Locker. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that if I saw um, Joss Whedon's four-hour cut of the movie, it might be fine. But this is my problem with that. Making a movie and having to cut a couple of scenes, that's par for the course. That yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. Making a movie and having to cut half, half of movie. the movie is fucking incompetence. Like, that... He's talked about what he's cut, though, and it doesn't sound like that much. I know he cut a bunch of stuff with the cave scene, which makes it, like, weird, because, like, now... The cave scene is the worst scene in the movie. I, I'm not going to defend that part, and I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. I'm saying for a blockbuster, it's it's fun, and it's it's got clever dialogue and fun characters, and it's got good action. It's well-filmed. Like, I just don't think it's worth complaining about, because, like... And don't get me wrong, I am not someone who's like... <laughs> if you knew me at all, yeah. I am not someone who's like... No, but Transformers, you just turn your mind off. Like, no, 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 fuck Michael Bay. Like, I'm I'm pretty pretentious when it comes to film. Oh, True. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is that fine. And it, Age it, of Ultron it, is it's just, fine. It's if fine if you are, it's fine if you're not. My problem with this, and part of it is just on this metatestral level where understand. I cannot he starts, stand. He started masturbating in The Witch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just whipped it out and just started masturbating. Oh, I thought, like, when you first said that, I was like, 
I thought this was going to be a story about his first masturbation experience. <laughs> <laughs> he first started masturbating in The Witch last night. <laughs> He's in his 20s. It was crazy. Um, no, so, uh, no, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like my film taste is interesting to explain to people because I'm like, yes, I like this really pretentious, like, I love M, which is a film from 1931, and it's German, and it's literally the first, like, noir film ever, mm -hmm. but I also really like The Purge Anarchy. That was a fun film to watch. <laughs> oh, sure. He's had to explain this one to me. I had to explain to him. I have, you have to, everyone loves, like, their FX movies, which are the movies that play on, like, FX every Sunday, and you're well, like, you know, FX has the movies. We got the movies. <laughs> so, like, every Sunday, they're on, and you're just like, okay, sure, I'll watch this. Like, I was explaining, like, Jumper doesn't really bother me that much. Like, it's bad, but, like, whatever, man. It doesn't offend me. Like, I'm watching it. it like, if it's on FX, like, I'll just be like, all right, sure, I don't have anything better to do right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you, don't, you absolutely don't have to defend yourself uh, to me, because I... He's just judging you well, internally. No, that's fine. I well, that. no one could help that. <laughs> <laughs> About anyone in the world. No, and I get but, it having problems with Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. I just think it's, uh, like... I don't know. My, like, I just think it's wrong that to think it failed as a film when you compare it to like movies that actually fail as films, like like Fan Four Stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it has its problems, but it doesn't. It's it's not the most unsuccessful thing in the world. Like if you really like look at it, it's like it's well crafted. It's just it's it's jumbled like in areas. Like it's like the like it's really forced in with the the cave scene. It's really forced. Mm -hmm. Well, all, all of the all of the secondary characters in there were completely forced, and I on the Age of Ultron podcast, uh, you said yeah you like that they check in because it it gives you this sense of constant continuity and that's fine. But when you don't, and this is the same problem that I had with Captain America, when you don't have enough time to tell your actual story, you don't have enough time for all of the icing. You just, yeah. you don't. You yeah, need yeah. to make sacrifices yeah. there. Um, I just think that it was, okay, it's not the worst movie ever made, but I really Wasn't it your quote that said that that stand. movie gave you cancer? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things gave me cancer that are I'm fine with. <laughs> Oddly enough, smoking didn't give him cancer. Age of Ultron gave him cancer. Yeah. Cancer of the soul. Anyway. Um, no, but part of it is... Uh, a reaction on a metatextual level where I'm looking at everything that has that Marvel has done to culture in general and it's gotten this it's been celebrated as this hugely hugely amazing well crafted no thing. yeah 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 I, I agree but it's that not. It's, it's I mean it's fine sure and don't get me wrong I don't hate it but like you yeah, can't yeah. put a movie like Thor in a fucking category with something that's actually good. No, I, I definitely agree with you. But people um, do. And it seems that people will continually give passes to these Marvel movies, and then they'll shit on everything else. And this is a, what brings me to things like Batman v Superman. Uh, I don't know five. what your thoughts no, are. I, your thoughts are probably well thought about. <laughs> but when I look at the internet, and I see this blind fanboy rage hatred, just like, this isn't a Marvel movie. Fuck it, fuck it, yeah. fuck it. I'm like... Fuck you. Yeah, well... Your movies aren't that great. Well, my thing is, like, why would, you, why would you actively wish for it to be bad? Because, like, I... Like, personally, like, I remember for, like, a year and a half, like, ever since they cast the cast of Fantastic Four, or Fant-Four-Stick, I was... Like, people were like, fuck this movie, it's gonna be fucking garbage. And I was like, but guys, like, 
Well, they were, and I was like, oh, Michael B. Jordan's a good actor. Like, yeah, the trailer, well, the trailer came like, out, and I was like, oh no, this looks pretty good. Like, why, why would you guys shit on it? Why would you actively hope for it to be bad? The only movies I actively hoped for to be bad was Spider Man, because to be honest, I would like to see Spider Man like play in the Marvel universe. So I was hoping that they would all bomb, you know, mm-hmm. which they did. Um, but other than that, like Batman v Superman, like no, of course I I want it to be really good. I want all movies that I am paying to see to be really good. Right, like, that's true. Well, listen, I if as long as I don't have that expectation, my soul can't be crushed. I had that expectation walking into Jurassic World. Did you? And I I, well, I that thought was it was too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I walked into oh, that movie. did, because I remember when we went and you're like, I'm excited to see this. I'm like, are you? Jurassic World was hot garbage. I'll be honest, I enjoyed watching uh, Terminator Genesis. Like, Genesis Weiss? Genesis Weiss. Gen- because, <coughs> Genesis shit? Because that movie, I was like, well, first of all, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's fun. That's always fun. Uh, no, it's a terrible movie, but it's like, stupid and fun and it's fun to make fun of but Jurassic World is just it's horrendous yeah no there's no redeeming quality you you look at the first trailer for that and you have like that nice soft piano music playing the Jurassic Park theme it's really tense I'm like Yes, this is going to be awesome. Don't uh, know why they gave it to the guy who made Safety Not Guaranteed, but you know what? I see, enjoyed I, I, Safety I, I, Not Guaranteed. I love Safety Not Guaranteed, yeah, but I didn't. I, I didn't it. even think the trailers for that movie looked good. Yeah. yeah see, I, as I, soon as it gets to Chris Pratt riding on a motorcycle with Velociraptors, I'm like, oh. I was like, what, what is going on? Well, it's just another one of these. I should also say that I'm not a huge fan of Jurassic Park in general. Like, I think the first movie it's it's a fun yeah, blockbuster. I like the first one, but it's a not lot. like I don't like I don't I'm have this there. like nostalgia or anything for Jurassic Park uh-huh. so Jurassic World is just hot garbage because it's it's just a bad movie yeah I think the first Jurassic Park is a really well made movie yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. great it's yeah. it's a great like it's Spielberg's like yes it's like a blockbuster movie but there's so many interesting aspects to it that goes beyond being a stupid popcorn flick well, yeah, I mean, that elevates just... it from that genre and Steven I Spielberg was... by and large has, a, has the capacity to make like a really solid popcorn film he's very good at that and I think Jurassic Park Succeeds. Yeah, no, 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 a lot, a lot. Like I wouldn't put it up there with like, with um, Star Wars. Star Wars. People always put it up there with like. Well, people always put it up with like. I don't know. I like. I like. I like. I don't even think it's up there with Indiana Jones for me. Um, I think it's up there with Temple of Doom. It's a different kind of movie. Like, amazing. I would um, say, like, I hear it most. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is goddamn. Fuck amazing. your Temple of Doom. I hear it as far as like Spielberg's. Uh, filmography, I hear it most compared to Jaws, and I think Ow, that it makes, no, well, I think it makes sense why people would go in that direction because they're both monster movies. Yeah, yeah, sure, but I don't think it's the same in terms of quality. Yeah, no, I mean, they're very different types of movie. Also, to be fair, yeah. Jurassic Park is a lot more like lighthearted like fun. and fun. They call Jaws yeah, people getting dismembered by giant dinosaurs, but it's fun it dismemberment. Fun. But there, there's a sense of heart and wonder to it all. Yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no sense of wonder to Jaws. You're just like, oh god, this is <laughs> like fucking sharks, dude. It's a straight horror well, movie. Like people call it the first blockbuster, but and it, I guess it would be in terms of like success. It came out in the summer and it was really yeah, yeah. successful. And all that. Well, I mean, but. The whole thing when I think of a blockbuster today, I think something more along the lines of Jurassic Park than I do it with Jaws. Jaws is yeah, like yeah. a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's well, great. The and whole thing with Jurassic World is it was missing every single aspect of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, it missed that sense of wonderment. It missed the sense of character. Yeah, it yeah. missed the sense of... Like, everything that I wanted to have that movie was mm-hmm. not only not there, but there were some parts where they were openly mocking it. Yeah. And that was insulting. Well, it's like it was a script written by eight fucking people, and there were slivers of good things. I think if you took the 
you know, the idea that any one of them had, it could have been a serviceable film. But they're like, nah, let's just throw it all together and see what happens. Yeah. Well, we always, we talk about this and we think that Colin Trevorrow is like the fake auteur. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We yeah, had a conversation it, it, with that. Yeah, it's like he's the person that like thinks he's on level with people well, like... Oh, he well, just he absolutely the... is. He's a very important artist and he, because he never smiles. Oh my God, he seems to say <laughs> the dumbest fucking things. Okay, so like, do you know about his whole thing with Star Wars Episode Nine? He was yeah. like, we're going to film it in space. Did you? No, no, no. Wait, you about this? I didn't know. All right, no. so hold on. I heard him say some stupid shit about Star Wars Episode Nine. But so no he said with Star Wars Episode Nine, he was like, "We want to film part." He's like, "Well, because I was really just it, like, thought it was amazing that JJ went so far to do all these practical effects and everything, blah blah." blah. And why don't we just uh, like, I'd really like to shoot Episode Nine like in space. And what he means is, he actually went on. They were like, "Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> so can you explain yes. a little more? Someone from fucking ILM Studios in a spacesuit throwing a model across, like, oh no, yeah. the shot didn't work out. Go get the model back. <laughs> and that just becomes gravity. So six hundred people died in the making of this film. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even so get a camera. What he was saying that he meant. You know how fucking heavy an IMAX camera is. It costs thirty million dollars. I to bet get it's lighter when they're floating around in space. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. To be fair, what he ended up, like, clarifying, what he was like, oh, no, 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 I mean, like, we're gonna go into space and film plates. So we're gonna <laughs> film space, and then we can put all the movie on top of that and, like, CGI it all on top and put everything. And it's like, oh, that would be interesting, except if you look at even the first Star Wars, if you look at any space movie ever, no one has ever looked at the actual space, like, the black space with the white dots on it and been like, that looks fake as shit. Right. You look at, like, the planets, the meteorites, things flying around, you're like, that looks fake as shit, but no one has ever questioned space. So all you're doing is, like, ILM's like, dude, what the fuck? Why are you putting me out of a job like that? For, like, he thinks he's, like, an auteur on the sense of, like, Christopher Nolan, sure. who's, like, we're innovative. Yeah. yeah, like, which then bummed me out because he was, in a, like, Christopher Nolan and him were talking, and Christopher Nolan goes oh, that's amazing, that's what I wanted to do for Interstellar, but they wouldn't let us. And I'm like, Nolan, I respect you, and that is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. Like, you don't need to go into space to film space. Palettes. No one has ever questioned space, even in bad B-movies. Fucking Flash Gordon Yeah, no, Flash Gordon looks fine, 1950s movie. No one questions what space looks like. It's the things you put but in it's to like, fill the space. Let, let, let's just say that they did that, if they wanted to do something like that. Why would you send... Why would you actually film that? There's pictures of space, and if you're just gonna have it, so a they can stupid say that parts of Star Wars Episode Nine were, were filmed, filmed in, in goddamn outer space. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and, and I, that's I, brilliant I, marketing. See, no, see, because people was... would look at that, they'd be like, "Oh, they think the entire." <laughs> <laughs> they think the they think the Millennium Falcon yeah. was real and like flying around. They would. I yeah, you dumb shit. We also use lightsabers. It's like when they say Amityville Horror was based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. And Lorraine Warren. And Lorraine Warren went into a house and like felt nauseous for a minute. Like, oh, demons! It's all real. So yeah, Colin Trevorrow gets on my nerves. I do not like him. And I really like Safety Not Guaranteed and everything. Everything he has done, whether it be his films or him opening his mouth since then. I'm just like, oh, you're the worst person I've ever heard. Like, you're fucking garbage. <coughs> he has a movie coming out this year, and I'll judge that because maybe he's just really bad at blockbusters. blockbusters? Mm. Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he does. Like, maybe he, his whole thing is like that niche kind of indie film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm just fucking movie. imagining that plate pops up and it's like three months ago filming. 
in outer space right next to the moon. Oh, See, I'm I'm imagining they, fucking they Roland. Well, I'm, I'm imagining finish. fucking Roland Emmerich right now going like, God damn it! I could have <laughs> done that for Independence Day Resurgence. All that shit they filmed on the moon. We could have done it on the moon. Oh, if they actually like went to the moon and like, filmed <laughs> it. Like... Film, <laughs> fucking See, that's, film no, but that's the other thing. Like, that's run. the other thing. If you film this, like, you'd have to make sure you got nothing in the shot because if like Jupiter shows up, they'd be like, Why the fuck is Jupiter in this <laughs> shot? Like. Uh, it, I don't know. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's and then you have CinemaSins going like, "Well, see, that constellation is from our yeah, solar yeah, yeah. system." See? Well, but see, we watched The Martian recently. Which <laughs> fuck The Martian, by the way. Um, just I watched that movie. I, fuck you. Um, we <laughs> saw that, and the CGI in it I thought was crappy. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Except for space, because no one questions it. Yeah. Oh god. It's a big black void. Did yeah, you see The Martian? Nothing. No. The fuck don't. You? It's do. Some like kind of thing. I don't like that. Do what, you not like Castaway either, you fuck? Castaway is a good movie. What are you talking about? Just because something has similar subject matter doesn't mean like they're going to be instantly the same. No, it means they're going to be exactly the same. Yeah, that's why Flash Gordon is held just in high regard as Star Wars. Exactly. The original one. Exactly. The same movie. I've seen Ted. I know that movie has Die Hard fans as well. Somewhere. Well, that's why Die Probably Hard 5 is just as good as Die Hard. That's what you're saying, right? No, that subject matter is not at all the same. But it stars John McClane, and it's an action movie. I mean, isn't that as close as you need to get? John McClane's in Die right, Hard 5? Terminator Genesis. It has some of the same scenes from Terminator. It has the same characters, and it has the same premise. Titanic and Hook with Robin Williams <laughs> both have a boat. Same <laughs> movie. I mean, intrinsically... Castaway's phenomenal, don't get me wrong. Castaway's very good, yeah. Marsha can suck a dick. <laughs> It's terrible. You can suck a dick. You can now suck I, a dick. I, I will. I yeah, I know. I saw that movie, uh, the preview for that movie, and I was just like, this does nothing for me. But I'm like, I, I, I don't, I'm not a space guy. I don't like space. Yeah, that's why he doesn't like Star Wars. No, I like Star Wars, but like that's the exception. I like science fantasy. Yeah. I don't like science fiction that much. No. I mean, like, I, I like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's bad. I'm just like, science fiction has this weird. It encompasses a lot of yeah, things. Because yeah, technically, yeah. movies like The Adjustment Bureau fall under science. Yeah, fiction. Yeah, I like The Adjustment Bureau. I do too. It's a fun movie. It's a really fun movie. It's got a good romance in it. Like, it, I saw that like as a date movie, and like, mm-hmm. it's a really good date movie. Yeah, because it, it kind of appeals to the to the kinda, guy with the action, and then the romance for girls. Like, it's got yeah, a lot it, of things. Yeah, it kind of time jumps a lot, and a time jumps enough to yeah. annoy me. But look, let's not get fun. into a review of the Adjustment Bureau. <laughs> That's fair it's enough. Like, a like what five movie. years old? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sitting here like staring know, at us. I'm like, fine. I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, doesn't, watch, he doesn't actually watch movies. He only watches Marvel movies. What was it, Mike Stoklasa said on the last? on the Deadpool Red Letter Media thing. Well, they didn't say much about Deadpool. Yeah, they didn't talk about that movie at all. They were like, it was funny. So comic book movies in general. Like, yeah. Is, yeah, they changed the title. It was Deadpool, and then they changed it to Deadpool and I've only movies. seen Yeah, I've only yeah. seen it as that, yeah. Yeah, I saw it when it first came out. They changed it the next That's day. That's funny. But what was his quote? His movies make me want to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah, no, I will say actually, if we're if we're going back to Marvel real quick, the worst thing they've done to cinema is that like everything has to be a connected universe. Yeah, like yeah, they're doing that the Universal Studio, the Universal Monster the, thing, the Scooby Doo like, connected what, universe. Let's talk and now about the Ghostbusters connected let's, universe. Let's talk about the Universal one. Oh well, my actually no, I think the worst thing they've done to cinema is the new Transformers connected universe. Did you hear about Bumblebee's getting his own movie now? No, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> Yep. So Transformers Fuck Five, everything. <laughs> Transformers Five is coming out in twenty. 
2018, I want to say, or 2017. I think I think it's 2017. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. And then Bumblebee's supposed to come out the next year. You know what I want them to do? So they're going to do like a Star Wars thing where they're going to do Transformers 5. Fucking Bumblebee, listen. Listen. Megatron. If they put You Got the Touch in their movie, <laughs> I will go see it. You know I think it could actually be, like, one of the best movies ever made. They take <laughs> Bumblebee, and then they, like, put him in a convenience store and do, like, a shot-for-shot, like, Clerks kind of remake Oh, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Where it's good. just him. Inexplicably, he's a giant robot, like, and he's doing something completely normal. Would it be, like, a space convenience store on Cybertron? Like, it's a prequel, or would it be a convenience no, store on Earth? No, it's just a regular convenience store. Oh, he works cool. at Seven Eleven for no fucking reason. No, see, it's really funny because he's really big, so he keeps knocking things over when he <laughs> right. turns around. He knocks over the no, chip stand, no, 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 and, no, no, he's, no, and then he no. does, like, whirring noises because he can't talk. <laughs> he's a car dealer at a fucking Toyota shop. You went too gimmicky. All right, fine. You took it too far. I, You're you not know. as good as the auteur, Michael Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I, I'm He's at best Colin Trevorrow. At best, at yeah. At best Colin Trevorrow. Um, no. I see, but here's the thing. Are, is Michael Bay going to direct all of them, or are they going to give it to <laughs> different people? I think Michael Bay... Cause are Mike, they going to give it to the guy who okay. did the first TMNT movie, I'm, who was basically he, Michael Bay? He's not going to direct everyone. He's, he openly talks about how he doesn't like Transformers. Um, yeah, but he made him because so, Warner Brothers funded painting games. That's the and no thing. One else wanted that's to. the thing. Transformers three. He was like, I'm not going to direct anymore, and now he's doing Transformers five. Um, I think he always says he's not going to do the next movie, and then they're like, But don't you want to do the next movie? Here's a boatload of money. And he, respect to him, if this is actually what he's doing, he's like, I have my passion projects, and I would like you to fund those. Because what he's been doing is he went Transformers three, painting game. Transformers four. Black Hawk Down rip off 13 hours right 13 hours right and now he's doing Transformers 5 and I bet after Transformers 5 he'll do another one of his passion projects I'm not saying they're good movies but I'm saying like he clearly like when he talks about pain and gain he has way more passion than when he talks about Transformers 4 where he's like I don't know we just had Mark Wahlberg be in it well, it's like the Transformers movies. Like, I, he probably didn't even have to show up at this point. It's like they've done them so all many in, times. All they're all the computer. Same shit. They're all in the computer. Well, He's no, all, like, I mean, they must be the easiest shoot because he just <laughs> films like he just films plates. Yeah. yeah, that's all he does. And then the actors will like run across and be like, cut. <laughs> Uh, Nailed it, and then his for, firework explosions. Those are on set, except for every odd time when like they decide to throw a real car through an apartment building with people in it. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> Which happened? That was the second one, right? I I don't know. I just hear that. I know in the time. second one, there's like a part where they yeah they go through yeah. like an apartment building because the old lady sits there and she keeps eating. She doesn't notice, and it's funny. Like ha ha. Is it funny in the sense where? Stan Lee's in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie nice. wearing a headset playing classical music and the lizard's having his fight with Spider-Man. My favorite thing about Stan Lee is they're like, what's your favorite cameo you've like, ever done? He's like, like next, next one. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Deadpool one to be his definitive one where he's just like, what's your favorite cameo? Deadpool. Do you I, know who Deadpool was? <laughs> did you know who Deadpool was before the movie? Nah. Like. No, he did say uh, this was his favorite in the re- interview that I was talking about where he couldn't remember Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> He's like, my favorite one is the Deadpool one. I'm a stripper and a... a, 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 <laughs> <laughs> <and> a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> That would have been See, awesome. Deadpool 2 is going to step it up. That would have been... The best slash worst movie of all time. You went like no more movies. Stanley Strode. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't even need to like fully dress. He's just in like a speedo. But like, can you imagine him like jumping onto the pole and doing that spin down oh like God. with his legs like sticking all the way out? 
he's actually a master of that move. Um, he does it all the time in his life. That's why he's still alive. <laughs> it's his exercise. It's, exercise. it's him and Betty White are doing it together. <laughs> like, oh man, Stan. Stan leaping that hook. No, I actually saw him um, uh, in person, in uh, like one of the Florida conventions. And it was right before Amazing Spider-Man. Is that the came one where he got dragged out of the convention hall because you tried to kiss him? No. Oh, it was Comic Con. I tried to cram my dick in his mouth. Oh, okay. See, I always get those two mixed up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not a kisser. Get <laughs> right to the point. Um, he <laughs> he was asked, "What's your favorite cameo?" And of course, like clockwork, he said, "My favorite one is this uh, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man." And he's like, "Then they started asking him." Um, about that because at that point people weren't totally skeptical they were like well it's too fast but they showed some stills they're like we like that or whatever and they're like well how do you like Andrew Garfield and he's like well the thing is oh, this is gonna be great. I think he's fantastic and it's gonna take time for people to like him but people said the same thing about Tobey Maguire and now nobody could see anyone else playing Spider-Man and there was like an audible like Ah, uh, like, no, uh, you know, I, I, we I, don't like him. I, I, I think Andrew Garfield is a good Spider-Man. I just think he's a bad Peter Parker. He's a terrible Peter Parker. Terrible I think Peter he could Parker. probably be fine. It's just the direction. It, they, they're, they're like, no, nah, make him cool. Make yeah. all the teenage girls want to have pin-up posters of him on their wall. Like, and it's like, if they just, like, get it. cut his hair really short and, like, <laughs> give him, like, just, just give him some glasses. I mean, he wasn't, just, like, like, the hipster glasses thing? Oh, he didn't God, yeah, need yeah. the glasses. Yeah, yeah, And my biggest problem is that he gets Emma Stone before he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, it makes perfect sense within the context of that film because oh, yeah, he's, he's not a penny dropper. weirdo. No, he's no, no. A, he's cool. He's the loner. Yeah. He's mysterious. He's a deviant dart person. He's walking around with his skateboard and he's drawing his, shit in his composition book. Oh, what an artsy wearing a fuck. hoodie. Yeah. So yeah, he's and there's nothing against Andrew Garfield. Like, yeah, and I, I think he's he a uses good actor. Bing. That's in the first one does, before yeah. they run out of the Bing. And he's 31 uh, years old time. and in high school. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, to be so, fair, it wasn't Tobey Maguire like 30. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, like, he, was, he was only in high school for like the one scene, so I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. But, and then they Yeah, yeah but then like, he's only, he's still in college. Like, he's only, he's not like, mm-hmm. he's know. still supposed to be like 20 years old. Yeah. Granted, I first I think, saw I think Spider-Man when I was like nine, so looking at it, I had no, like, yeah, someone no, could I, be I 15 or 45 and it all was yeah, the same yeah, at that yeah. age. Andrew Garfield, I think, looked more like a teenager than Tobey Maguire does. I think Tobey Maguire is a better Peter Parker. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, mm-hmm. but. is a non-existent Spider-Man. Which, you know, honestly. I, hey, we watched <laughs> it and I pointed out all those sweet one-liners he has. He has a couple of really good ones that no one but likes you know, to remember. I, you know, I honestly, I prefer, like, the fight scene on the train in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, where he's not making quips. It's no, just, no, no, it's yeah. A, it's a well, solid... Well, always solid, need to be making quips. Well, no, that was, that was a choice. That was a choice by Sam Raimi. He's talked about it. He's like, I didn't want to make him super quippy. That's just not what I wanted to do. So there's a couple, you know, there's the, uh, oh, who made the, the thing for you? Your husband, did your husband make that for you? In the first one, In yeah. In the first one, and then there's, uh, when he webs, uh, JJ's JJ, mouth, yeah. uh, cut, and he's like, hey, hey mom and dad, mom's dad are talking. Yeah. Um, he's um, got a couple of good ones. He does, but the whole thing where I preferred it when Spider-Man, because on screen, I always feel like the quippy thing is a little weird because it diffuses a lot of the tension because that scene in Spider-Man 2 where he's fighting on the train is a remarkably tense and well-crafted scene, and I feel like having it, like props to Sam Raimi, I feel like having him spout one-liners would have detracted from that. I think, I think if you... If you went into more of the psychology of it, and like, because Stanley's talked about it a lot, and he's talked about how well he wears the mask to hide his fear, and yeah. also that he he's basically he's bullying the criminals because he can't bully the bullies in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, 
He's but he can. He kicked the shit out of Flash Thompson. Sure, yeah, clearly those movies decided to go in a different route. I mean, so I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to have him be super quippy, you should kind of maybe delve into the psychology rather than just making him super quippy. Right, because in the Maybe show him, show him as having, like, some anger issues a little bit, like, yeah, pent-up well, rage. In The Amazing Spider-Man, like, it just, it it was badly written was the issue. Think the no, new yeah, Spider-Man the movie's going to be good? <clears throat> I, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Yeah, I know it's too far off to really say. I like the idea that they're like, yeah, we're just going to make a John Hughes movie. And I'm like, that's... Cool idea. Yeah. Um, how did they say think, that? Well, well because you know how they're like, oh, well, each movie is going to be like a new genre, like Ant-Man's a heist movie. You got space fan. Like, each one's a different thing. Um, and they were like, yeah, this one's going to be like an 80s John Hughes movie. Which, I mean, whatever. Like, if you're going to... Because they, yeah, they said... Well, if, yeah, if you're going to do high school Spider-Man. They've explicitly know, said that, like, in order to set themselves apart, they want to start with him being, like, 15, so he's going to be in high school for, like, a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the interesting thing is having him be quippy, because I, I didn't really have a problem with it in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but when I see something like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and yes, it's a more faithful iteration of Spider-Man where he's being quippy and funny, and they're they're like the Times Square sequence in Amazing Spider-Man 2, I really enjoy it. Sure. However, if you ask me if I prefer that Times Square sequence in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is arguably more faithful to the character in terms of how he's represented on screen, versus his scene with Doc Ock and Spider-Man 2 on the train, I will take the latter over the former at any point. Oh, absolutely. Simply because it's, it's also, it goes back to even as a kid, you would watch Power Rangers and they'd be making some really fucking bad puns while they're fighting the monster. That's a masterclass in writing, and it's <laughs> and it's just like it it subtracts from the show. Granted, that's not a show that's trying to build tension. It's in a masterclass in every facet of filmmaking. Well, you say this, but you you know you don't notice the amount of Power Ranger shit I own in this room. How could someone not notice? That's a fair point. Well, no, like the the Times Square thing in in Spider Man Two, in all of the points that I like in Spider Man Two, which there are a couple of them, and I don't think that they stand out as like cinematic gems or anything like that. But I do think that it's like, yeah, they got Spider Man. So if I saw that like within the context of a three minute YouTube video, I'd be like, hey, that was a really good fan film. You got Spider Man, right? You, you get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that in and of itself doesn't make a good movie no of course not of course not um, I mean it's it's sort of like comparing like I mean The Dark Knight is not that faithful to your typical oh yeah, comic book version it's... of Batman but it's a really good movie mm-hmm. this Batman v Superman movie is probably not going to be the greatest movie ever but it's got a more comic book yeah, version it, of Batman probably, which is cool it, it to see it looks like... a little bit more faithful to, to the Batman stuff anyway the Superman stuff well the Superman stuff in the new 52 right now I'm like I don't, yeah, I've no, never given a shit about Superman it doesn't well like the thing about Superman I've never I, really liked him but but I think that he works when he's in other people's shit. I sort of want to read Max Landis's uh, American Alien thing because I'm curious because I keep hearing it's amazing. But at the same time, I don't want to support Max Landis in any <laughs> form. Capacity. Or, yeah, you just no, in any way. Steal the comic book. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that his Superman go to, thing? Go, yeah, to Barnes, go to Barnes I, and Noble. I hear it's amazing, but I don't want to support it. Go to Barnes and Noble and like, read it in the store. There no you, problem. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, that's good go. idea. How are they still in business? <laughs> They're just so a lot right Yeah, it's just... That's true. Their, their cab is pretty good. Um, yeah, let's talk about Max Landis, because he makes me rage. Well, <laughs> Fuck that guy. Here's the thing about um, Max Landis and but Superman. But listen, the more you he acknowledge... On... The more you acknowledge the Landis, the more he exists. Uh, I know. He, well, he has an erection right now, and he has no idea why. Just because we said his name. Like, <laughs> um... Well, they say if you look into a mirror and say his name six times, I feel he like appears. he's doing. A, I, 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 I like, it's a shitty movie for you. He's like he appears and does like a handheld cell phone video that gets twenty million hits. He's been doing a lot of humble bragging lately because I was watching movie fights and he was on there and he was like just talking about like 
oh, this is just such a good break from my life right now because it's just so stressful because I'm a showrunner on a TV show and, like, it's the hardest job ever. But, it, but it, like, I'm so grateful because I have my own TV show now. I'm like, fuck you so hard, Max Linus, you fucking little prick. Like, What is this TV show? Uh, it's it's a sci-fi. It's that sci-fi original series TV show. Oh, you um, mean all those shows that are canceled after two yeah, seasons? Yeah, get fucking ready for that. Unless it's Stargate. He's doing, like, an adaptation of Candle Cove, which is some, like, uh... Really? Yeah, you know about that? Holy fuck. Yeah, it's... They're it's, making movies out of creep... Or TV shows out of creepypastas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be an ongoing series about a... a, 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 a five-paragraph essay that was kind of fun to read. I'm not... I'm, I'm not sure. It might just... I. I haven't. I don't care about his show, so I haven't sure. looked in that much details. I know he's talked about it a little bit though, and I know he's talked about the Candle Cove. I don't thing, give a shit about him. But the sure. idea that they're making a Candle Cove show. I'm not Cove sure, show but I'm not sure if it's not an sound anth- good. But I'm like, holy fuck! I'm, I'm it kind might of floored it. It might be news. an anthology thing. I think okay. maybe just the first episode is. You a mean Cove it's going to be a cinematic universe? Yeah. Yeah. And he's got. Oh, and he's got some fuck new you! Movie. It could be a, like an anthology horror show. I dig that. I don't like the Max Landis is writing it, but I don't uh, like the I don't like the Max Landis of the sci-fi like the sci-fi channel well here's aspects. the thing i've read stuff like he posted a thing on reddit yeah i've read a lot of his stuff don't get me wrong i follow him pretty pretty hard so oh, yeah. i can he's, know he's, how to hate him <laughs> he makes me rage but in like the best way possible where i'm like i just need to feel some anger right now and i'll just go <laughs> on his twitter for like two minutes i'm like oh fuck he this is, guy what i will give him is he is a fascinating human being sure in the same way that a train wreck is a fascinating thing to watch <laughs> but like and i'm even just like that is just like look he, i'm not i don't know he's like I'm not saying he has no talent. I'm just saying his personality rubs me the wrong way. Because, like, his... Oh, his personality, like... It, Chronicle's well, even, great. Chronicle's... Uh, I, I think Chronicle's a well-written movie. He has movie. a thing against found footage. Yes, I know. We had a big argument <laughs> the other night about found footage movies. Um, but the thing with Chronicle is, like... It's, like an anti-boner. It's pretty well-written, like... Makes it even dick more is, like, pointing inward right now. <laughs> and, like... To, like, it's fucking painful. up your pubic bone. <laughs> It's pretty well written, and I saw American Ultra recently, and I didn't think it was as bad as you had hyped it to be. I thought it was just bland and mediocre. I was like, ah, oh, it's whatever. Well, that's the thing that, like, when and we I saw no American Ultra, I had no idea that Max Landis was involved in that, which is interesting because I followed him on Twitter, and he never shuts up about the stuff that he does. Yeah, but um, well, he's super. Oh, but you you proud fucking of it. knew he had uh, he had something to do with it after the fact because he was a bitch about well, that movie that's yeah when the well red letter media picked it up and the, the thing and i was like oh because i didn't even really read the meltdown when it happened and I, that was like big news people were talking about that yeah, beyond them but yeah. the first i heard of it was red letter media um yeah american ultra i don't hate it this is a very blasé film yeah it's 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 kind of just whatever i don't hate it like you but, do i know you really it, didn't like it right it was it was a movie that was an action comedy where the action was awful and the comedy wasn't fun. I agree so the action was a Marvel was pretty... movie and he <laughs> didn't like it. I agree the action was pretty bad but I thought that was I, that's not his fault I blame that oh, on yeah, the that's director. Because it's the guy who made Project X right? Yeah. He did that, just... They do that one like lawn shot that's not really a lawn shot and there's a lot of CGI. And, and there's like, a lot of like camera shakes and yeah, like, and, like fake blood. It's yeah. really really not well shot. Yeah I, and the, it, I, it wasn't funny. I didn't laugh. Yeah I didn't think it was supposed to be the funniest thing in the world. Babe am I the tree? <laughs> That was like, that was like the definition of like, God, like an like fake indie kind of like a, a Zach Braff made movie. I'm well, not, I was not like to shit on Scrubs. But. <laughs> no, 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 no. But Zach Braff, I love Scrubs. He's a terrible director. Yeah. Hilarious. Like, uh, just wish I was here. I uh, wish I was here is great because it has one scene where she's like, I, she's like got a shaved head, and they're like, he's like, yeah, you can pick out any wig you want, and she's like, 
any have you seen this movie? No. She's like, any of them? This is his exact line. He goes, You can pick anyone, as long as it's special and unique, just <laughs> like you. That movie no, I love is it amazing. Because it epitomizes a, a Zach Braff esque thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like watching these movies just because I'm like, these are train wrecks. Like, <laughs> he should actually get together with Max Landis. Does he write his own films? Because I feel like Zach Braff. Yeah, he yeah. Is. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm too well. No, I don't know. He's doing one movie right now that I don't think he wrote because it's that one with like Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman and stuff. Oh, like, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He's doing a movie right now about old people robbing a bank. Yeah. And it's like a remake of some movie, but it has like a really prestigious cast of like people who you can tell don't give a fuck because they do like Last of Vegas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like London has fallen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I they saw don't the trailer for anymore. that today again, and I, I noticed how much it looks like Morgan Freeman does not No, care. yeah. He, no, no, no. He looks like he's about to die. Like, Well, he's super old now. Well, did you hear his thing at the rich. Golden Globes? No. What do you have on stage? Everyone applauds. A huge amount of applause, and he goes, Oh, cut that out now. That's what they do when they don't expect you to be around that much longer. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> that was sad, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> we were talking about Shawshank Redemption, how comforting that movie is. Was Even Morgan Freeman born with like wrinkles on his face? But Morgan Freeman forever. is a person who has never been not old. Well, no, so yeah, 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 exactly. Jones. Well, I looked up some footage of him from, like, uh, uh, The Electric Company. Uh-huh. <laughs> back when he had that giant fro and everything. And, like, nah, man, he's got, like, he still looks right old. here. Like, it's like that crease, like, right here from your nose to your chin, like. Yeah, when The Electric Company came out, he was 67. <laughs> <laughs> how, well, how, fucking, how old was Tommy Lee Jones when Men in Black came out? Tommy Lee Jones. Well, Tommy Lee Jones one. is in his 80s now, right? He's gotta be. He's, he's like 80 something. I don't know. I feel like he's about 300 now. <laughs> so, in that, he would have been in his 60s, right? Which still makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's. But they're even when he was 60, he looks like he was 80. They're like old guys just that never really face. played old guys, and we always kind of accepted that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Michael, Michael Caine is someone that I. I didn't see... The only time I've seen him young was that leaked footage from Kingsman that they no, CGI'd I, I, him. I've seen some stuff of him young and he's... I mean, like he's Jaws a, 4? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen Jaws 4. Yeah, no, he, What was the... <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is only 69. What? what? Tommy Lee Jones is only 69. He's gotta be in his 80s. <laughs> what? Tommy Lee Jones. I thought he was on death's door. So how old was he in Men in Black? So, Men in Black. Look like at his 40s in Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, dude, he's disgusting. <laughs> he's about to die. He was only like... <laughs> What was he like? 97. It came out in 97. He's now 69. So that was 19 years ago. So he was 50? Yeah. All right. Late 40s, maybe? All right. Yeah, because, I mean, if it was filmed a little bit before, so I'd say 49. Like, Jesus Christ. So he was like 49 in that movie. Look at him. He's like more. <laughs> he's literally about to die. He's got about as much time as oh Ben White. Wait, was that whole thing too? Well, he looks like, like the Crypt Keeper now, so every time I see him, True. like. He's like so fucking old and craggly in Men in Black 3. He looks like fucking foreskin that's just drying <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Joke in many Bla- Men in Black Three, where they ask Pierce oh, Brosnan. No, not no, not Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. <laughs> like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 27. Or he's like, I'm 29. And they're oh, like, really? Cinemas. 
How old were you with Josh Brolin? Nah, he was in his 40s. Yeah, Josh Brolin's yeah. in his 40s. So it was just a joke. He's like, like five years <laughs> younger than Tommy Lee Jones, probably. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Anyway. So Max Landis, his hair's a rainbow now. Oh yeah, I know. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I don't want. Does he look like Skrillex at this point? Yeah. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to like completely hate on the guy. Like whatever. Jeff 48. I respect him for like saying his opinions and everything, and like being pretty unfiltered. Yeah, but, like, but like when his opinions are awful. oftentimes. So do you respect just... Donald Trump for being very outspoken? No, no, no. And like, that's well, here's different. That's different. Max Landis isn't going around being, as far as I racist. know, being bigoted and racist. There's a difference between being like, exp- like I'm going to express my opinions, and being like, hey, all Muslims should die. Like, there's a huge <laughs> difference between that. There's a huge middle ground. Like, Max Landis doesn't have a really good shot at being president and enacting all of those that's, like, racist yes, things. That's, yes, that's a good point. That's a good point also. Even though, yeah, Max, Max Landis could be a neo-Nazi. It wouldn't matter. <laughs>